Okay, so we're here with the inaugural episode of the regional partnership of the LACBC episode of Bike Talk. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) A once-monthly bike talk show featuring regional chapters of the Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition, the next step in the next step in uh, cycling in Los Angeles, connecting the cycling community in Los Angeles. And my name is Cynthia Rose, and I'm here with... <laughs> uh, Brian Beretta. So you guys are the... We uh, are from Santa Monica Spoke. So you're from Santa Monica Spoke. You, it's not like you are Santa Monica Spoke. It's, you're, you're just part of the organization. We have, we have a steering committee. I am the director of the steering committee, but we have a group of eight of us that, uh, that is our... Uh, instead of a board of directors, we call it a steering committee. Hmm. Yeah. We have to be a little bit different. We're Santa Monica. <laughs> we do things. We do things our own way over there. So you were the first uh, regional group yes. of the LACBC. Yes. yes. Turned out that way. <laughs> there was another group. Um, there was another chapter that was not a call to chapter then. The South Bay Bike Coalition, and they had. Uh, and I'm not quite sure what the specifics were on how they had the fun. They had funding for uh, Marissa Christensen. And she was um, coordinating the bike uh, plan, passing the bike plans down in the South Bay, the seven municipalities. And we were kind of starting up Santa Monica Spoke at that time. We'll probably rerun and kind of talk a little bit about how that started. But um, at that point, it's like, let's, let's do regional chapters. Let's let all these municipalities that it's impossible for the uh, arm of LACBC in their limited resources to get out to all of these different cities and affect change at the level of local government. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's 88 cities in L.A. County. Municipalities, yeah. Pretty much impossible for one group to uh, <laughs> reach all of them at the same time with right. an equal amount of effectiveness, I think. There's 88 cities in Los Angeles County. 88 yeah. municipalities in the Los Angeles County. It's a, it's a very unique setup in anywhere in the country. Where And it's so hard to connect all. I mean, there's so many great bike groups, but they're all working and, you know, duplicating work sometimes because they're working in their local government and we're not talking to each other. So the regional groups were kind of a way to connect the dots and and have everybody share resources and and so on. Yeah, I mean, you look at the phenomenal success of San Francisco Bike Coalition or San Diego, uh, and then you realize that, you know, that's a very targeted area. I mean, San Francisco is not that big, the city of San Francisco. Uh, San Diego, well, uh, you know, is, is much more concentrated and not as spread out as L.A. So, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes people, you know, well, they're doing this. Why can't? Well, you know, we're much more spread out. It's it's harder to get get our all get us all focused, you know, we, together. We have all these different governments and all these different, you know, mayors and, and and city councils and and rules and regulations, different police departments. It just it's it makes it and definitely a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, I spoke to Ron Millen, who found founder of LACBC, mm-hmm. and at a talk I think last year. And he said to me, you know, this is something I envisioned when I started LACBC. And that was, that was, I did not know that. And I was just really happy and just, he was just, he was happy to hear about it. Hopefully we'll be able to talk to him later to, tonight. So these, um, or tomorrow, later. 
this morning. Yeah, this <laughs> morning. <laughs> oh, okay. Are we pretending that this is no a cut <laughs> <laughs> and edit? So we're pre-recording the show. Yeah, but now we have to admit it. Yeah. Damn it. Unless we do some some which is post-work. fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, but so these, how many of these cities had groups? One. Well, as regional groups? No, had um, like it, you, there were there were groups working on on uh, bike issues before. Well, there and there are still groups out there. We have some very powerful, very good groups working out there. Some of them are clubs. Some of them, you know, don't work as much on advocacy, but just work on just connecting cyclists so that they have a voice, and and uh, camaraderie, and. As far as exact groups, I couldn't tell you, but some of the some of the regional groups were previously clubs, and now they are. And but they wanted to affect change, but they really needed. They didn't know quite how to do that. So now, with the umbrella of the Bike Coalition, they're able to do that with help from Alexis Lance, our fearless leader, and Jen Klausner, the executive director, who have been just immensely helpful, just every step of the way. Alexis is amazing. I think everybody knows Alexis hmm, is yeah. amazing. Carol at the office is is she everybody there is just we're it's just a it's a great great group. Everybody helps each other. Um you can if you need something, you can call somebody and if they don't know, they'll tell you who you can call. So, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the midnight riders and all that that happened with the jet versus bike versus Wolfpack. Wolfpack hustle, I always say that. Yeah, Wolfpack hustle um mm-hmm. It's that's you know we're all it's all coming together. People are are coming together as a group, and that's the best way that we're going to affect change in the city is by getting everybody talking to each other and not duplicating work. Yeah. Did the uh, did the LACB? Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say. Uh, oh, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's you know there's even with the diverse you know s- s- groups and and possibly conflicting ideals about how things should be and this and that. I think with with this huge bike boom that we're currently experiencing and uh, all the momentum that's gaining, that's gathering, that uh, I think we're starting to become, in a way, one big happy family. You know, we're, wow. we're I think people are starting to realize we're all on the same side, and it's it's a hard enough job as it is working individually or against each other. Um, so the more we can, you know, come together and work together and and come to you know agreeable points to work towards, I think uh, just everybody will be better off. Yeah, there's no. It's just like there's no one right bike for anybody. There's no run right way. Run one right way mm-hmm. to um, to paint the bike to paint the cities with bike lanes or no no bike lanes. It's like um, there was a time when if you sat at the table with a bunch of advocates, they would it would somebody would get up and walk out because it was not the way they wanted it to be. There was the staunch no infrastructure on the street. We want to have full access to the people who only want uh, bike lanes and don't care about the full access. And I think um, there's uh, growing groups, that, and, and just everybody sort of agrees now, that there's we can have both. We need full access to the road because we have a right to the road, and I don't want to ever uh, give up that to get bike lanes, but we also need bike lanes for people who are not ready or don't want to ride in traffic. Does this mean it's a choice between... I'm sorry. I, I wanted to talk more about uh, the beginning of uh, Santa Monica's book. Okay. Uh, but does this mean that, just really uh, briefly, does this mean that 
what you have to choose between bike lane or full access? I mean, does it, if you have a bike lane, does that mean you can't have, you don't, you can't ride in the rest of the road? That does not mean that, but that oh. was the fight that was, uh, that's what, that's the way people perceived the fight before. It was one way or the other. And I think we're getting to the point where we realize, where everybody sort of realizes there are still some that are going to be on either end, but it, it's not one way or the other. If there's a bike lane, you have a right to leave that bike lane if it's not safe to be in that bike lane. And we want to keep that right. We don't want to give up that right to get bike lanes, ever. So, beginning of Santa, Santa Monica spoke. <clears throat> so Santa, You were the first. Yes. The first. That and how so, did that happen? Sounds so egotistical. <laughs> we were the first. We well. started it all. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, so we were members of LACBC, a lot of us, um, and I think, well, speaking from, I think, both of our perspectives, we saw a lot going on downtown and, uh, like, in East L.A. and Pasadena and stuff like that. And it was Bike. really exciting, but it was somewhat frustrating because nothing, you know, was really happening over towards us. Um, so, I th- Which is weird because Santa Monica seems so... Bike friendly. Right, but right, everything like was a... happening in Silver Lake and, you know, where, you know, Joe Linton was getting all this stuff going. It's like, dude, come on. We're out <laughs> here by the beach. Don't you want to come it's and like, see us? Know, we want some rides over here. What's going on? Um, so, yes, and I don't remember how we heard about it, but we heard, you know, about some people kind of getting together and to talk about, you know, bicycling in Santa Monica on the west side. And so uh, we went down there and we, you know, we kind of joined this first little gathering um, and it was, there was some angry people ranting about stuff. There yeah. was some dreamers dreaming about stuff. And, you know, it was a, it was a very diverse group of people who, who kind of met. I think it was in front of the library or something. We're just yeah. all standing around, you know, shooting mm-hmm. the whatever about uh, bicycling. We had a few loose meetings like that. Yeah, that kind of continued. A few of those happened over the course of a few months. But they were good. They were. Um, but I think... <laughs> The real, the real catapult that sent us for our group specifically was we um, scheduled a meeting with the city manager, assistant city manager, mm-hmm. and that meeting turned into what was our roundtable meetings, which gave us a, seat, a meeting once a month with the city to try to effect a change on how we were going to do bicycling in the city. This is before we they even started talking about doing a bike plan. So, mm. when was it? 2009, I think. Uh, so it's a, it's a yeah. <laughs> a few years I, ago. Yeah, a few years ago. Um, it was. <laughs> well, I think it was in 2000. Recent. Yeah, it was the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so these roundtable meetings started, and uh, that uh, kind of put. Well, I don't know if it pushed us, but it, it caused us to organize, and then we we kind of elected a steering committee. We I was then the spokesperson for the group. And that kind of set the uh, the structure. And then at that point, we started Brian and I specifically. It's like let's get you know let's let's get this regional chapter thing done. Let's let's figure out where how that's going to be. It was kind of like an applied for or some ambiguous thing, because they I mean LACBC didn't know what this group of people out in, in Santa Monica was going to do. Yeah. And so we really worked. Or with they didn't even have uh, something called a regional chapter. No, there were no. No, there yeah. was nothing. It was kind of like a. I don't know who started it, but it was just like, yeah, we're at Chapter of LACBC. And, Applied for. And then, yeah, we were asking about it, and so we were like, well, I don't really know like who's doing it and what the deal is. So um, it's like we felt it was really important, I think, of a... To make it official. To make that official and kind of hook up with that. I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, working 
you know, together, working collaboratively. We've got this bike coalition. Let's work to make it stronger. You know, even if you don't fully agree with maybe some of the policies that they fight for or, or stuff and things like that. It's like and I still give think, your input and make the change. Don't just sit yeah, there and don't join. I mean, then, you know, don't, you know, just bitch about it and do your own thing. Like, join and try to affect the change, you know. And So I just thought it would be good for the group and it would be good for LACBC as a whole if we just kind of join forces. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't we, remember how we were we, well, got it was, the it was Dorothy Lee was Dorothy Lay, Lee. Lay was uh, the policy yeah. and planning director then. Or was it La? La? Oh, Some, man. She's a powerhouse Dorothy. and adorable and so <laughs> smart. And unfortunately, our first regional chapter meeting was her last month at LACBC. <laughs> oh. So we met, we had Dorothy, and then which, which, which we worked with and adored. And um, kind of the setting up the background of the regional groups. And then Alexis was there at the first meeting. We're like, who's this Alexis girl? <laughs> well, she proved that she was hot stuff yeah. very quickly because she took the bull by the horns and she was right with it. And uh, we got, the, you know, it, it took a while, uh, you know, meeting once a month at first, I think, and getting everybody there. But I think, uh, well, Brian and I have been at every single meeting, so we've never missed one. But, um um, Every meeting with the regional chapters, and there's the meeting with the uh, city of Santa Monica. Well, yeah, the roundtable. Yeah. Well, going back to the roundtable meeting, I'll go back to that, that in a second. But the mm-hmm. regional chapter meetings, it took a few of those to get all of the. Like it took it took a, maybe a year to figure out how the memberships were good because we split revenues. When we get a member, we split revenues with the bike coalition fifty mm-hmm. fifty, mm-hmm. and that kind of went through a kind of a few iterations and getting it so we could figure out how to get it on the books. If we sign up a member, how are we going to get the money there? So there was all this, you know, the background kind of building the structure. Mm-hmm. And that took a while. And it's now really in place. And I th- I don't think anybody's unhappy with it. And I think most of the groups are very happy with it. We were certainly happy with it. Mm-hmm. And recently at this last meeting that you were at, we now have our ninth regional chapter. So that's within a few years we have... Wow. Nine regional chapters, and they are all just kicking butt <sighs> in their region. It's just awesome. It's incredible. It's really widespread, too. I mean, you'd think they might all be kind of in a certain area, but you've got, you know, us on the west side. You've got Montebello. You've got San Gabriel Valley. You've got uh, was it Antelope Valley or Lancaster. Antelope Valley. Um, Pomona's the newest one. Yeah, and they were they the established group that decided to... To join was that was that? the last one is Pomona yeah. it's Antelope Valley is the one you're Antelope thinking Valley, of yeah. They're way, that was but a bicycle I mean, club that turned into a regional chapter uh-huh. so uh, so yeah I mean it's really spread out which is awesome because that's kind of the point you know you mm-hmm. get these areas that the core group can't can't reach effectively um, so yeah hopefully that momentum continues and you know more people are inspired to get things going in their area do you have other cities that you that you're waiting for them to join? And We're hoping offer? that um, Long Beach was kind of on board at the beginning, and then they kind of went off on their own and did. They were going to start their own 501c3, and then that kind of they decided not to go ahead with that. So, in my personal opinion, I would like to see Long Beach up and sit and and working with us at the table, um, just so that we can you know keep an eye on what they're doing down there, so we can keep up. You know, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, what's up with long? What's in the water down there? I don't know, but we want some of that. Yeah. Charlie Gandy's what's in the That's water down there. That's what's in the water. Um, are they part of LA County, Long Beach? Yeah. 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 But going back to um, the roundtable meetings, unless we're done um, here. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, so going back to the roundtable <laughs> meetings, which Nick never didn't hear the last of that. We had yeah, we um, jumped around a bit. Several of those, and they were looking very good. We were they were kind of setting the groundwork on how we were going to do these meetings, and then yeah, the, we'd just gotten a really concise list of priorities and and areas we of interest them. and what should come first, and you know all this stuff. And um, then the assistant city manager got fired. Hmm. And the meeting stopped. She got fired. Oh. She left. I can't remember. Well, it, well, I shouldn't say she got fired. There was they. There was a parting of the ways. There was a parting of the ways. We don't really know. And it, and she, I know she really loved that job. So I don't know what the what the deal was. But they didn't see eye to eye on something, and uh, she was gone. So it took a while to get back in um, with the city, but uh, after. The relationships that we had sort of started to build with the, with those roundtable meetings and um, just the different things that were going on in the city, we started slowly building this relationship with who was going who with the new the new guard that was going to be hold, that was going to be taking care of bikes in Santa mm-hmm. Monica, which we didn't even know who they were at first. Yeah. So we've had meetings with well Lucy Dyke is our awesome. Um, her title now is Deputy Director of Special Projects, but she, um, that was not her title. She, I don't even know what her title was anymore at first, but, um, her task now is bicycle, is the bicycle plan and, and, and bicycle facilities in the city. So we have somebody, even though they're not called the bicycle person, um, she's the Um, one that does it and her department is on it. Uh, we have Michelle Glicker, we have Colleen Stahl, we have Francine Stefan, who's in, in the planning department, and um, Sam Morrissey. Sam Sam Morrissey, who is an engineer, planning and uh, traffic engineer. Well, they, they must really love you guys because you do a lot of the work that they could be doing, <laughs> right? We've formed a really good relationship with them over the past year or so. I mean, I think when those when those roundtables ended, we just started kind of we were like we were upset, we were you know disappointed, obviously, but. We took that time, I think, to really try to work on on solidifying the group and, and making a name for ourselves and just getting organized and getting, you know, up to date on what was going on, the projects, what needed to be done, you know, problem areas, and forming kind of a list of, of things that we cared about um, and trying to get input from the cycling community at large uh, in Santa Monica. And then at that same time, in parallel, they were almost doing the same sort of thing within the city. Like they're building up this this you know team that was going to tackle some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I mean the directive for this comes from the top in Santa Monica. The city manager has apparently said you know bikes are important to the city. Let's get this done. Let's make, make things it happen. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, at some point we just started. You know we kept showing up to meetings and they they kept showing up to me. We kept seeing the same people and I think we both started to become more aware of the different players on each side. Um, I think it's it's also important to to note that even when the city is as uh, wanting to do things for bikes, if they don't have the support of the community, their hands are somewhat tied. And they realized with us as a group that they were going to be able to a reach out to the community through us, because we are hopefully their connection to that we've taken on the responsibility of of being the connection to the community to the bike community and the community at large, because everything, the streets need to be safe for everyone. But um, so ha- that mm-hmm. that happening just 
and a lot of hard work. Um, just keeping in touch, you know, making things sure things are happening, asking questions, not letting things slip through the cracks. Our first project that we really worked pushed hard on for bicycle infrastructure failed. Um, I won't say the name of the project. Why? <laughs> um, but no, uh, it was we. Yeah. The city realized would, yeah. their mistake in how that project was pushed through, and we realized how much we had to stay together and stay on it, because even when they want to do the right thing, sometimes things slip through the cracks. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, I mean, you, you, you need to present things probably in a very specific kind of a way for the... I mean, if it was your first plan, I could imagine... Well, that and the development project had gotten very far along in the process. Um, they rushed it on with, purpose. With no consideration for cycling. Um, I mean, there was like, there's always community benefits attached to things in Santa Monica, but a lot of people felt that the ones in this project were not, you know, up to par. And then we, you know, we found out, you know, about what was going on and we really pushed hard for, uh, some cycling accommodations in this very important piece of land. Um, and unfortunately did not, we're not successful in that. Um, but, uh, it made us. It was. It was a good learning process. Uh, I think for both sides, and it made us really aware of the fact that we need to stay on top of things that are going on in the city, and we need to get in early, um, and make sure that you know things are that, that things are um, that they have that they planned the infrastructure from the beginning. If you yeah. don't start talking about it from the beginning, it's never going to get in there. Because this one was. You know, they, the city was behind it, but it was tacked on at the end, and it was too late. That was the problem. The developer yeah. was was there was no way it was going to happen, so it didn't happen. And uh, we, I mean, we it was a learning. We got we did get something out of it. We got some uh, we got uh, we got some funds. community benefit. We got some funds that could study uh, another um, some surrounding infrastructure infrastructure that that and it may still happen, kind of. We'll do it another way. We'll get through that property in another way. We have, in Santa Monica, we have our loose, the land use and circulation element, which just passed in, which was part of what the roundtable meetings were also about. And that so that was in 2000, late 2009, 2010, I think. And that is a very important uh, piece of legislation for how, how properties are split up, how they are developed in Santa Monica. It's really a guideline for the future development of the city as a whole. Yeah. Um, it's a set of rules and guidelines and, you know, what have you that that really lay out what you can and can't do and what's good for the city, you know, looking into the future, not just what's good for it now. So, um, and there's there's things in that yeah. in that document that, you know, that indicate that, you know, all new developments need to do this and this and that and that. And we need to break up, break up big parcels, which this was one. Yeah. They can't. They can't have these big parcels that you can't get around. Where, can you say what part of Santa Monica this you're talking it was, about? It was. It was. It was the Agensis project. I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It it's, was. It's, it was a very important piece of, or it is a very important piece of of land on the east side of the city. Um, right by the Metro Light Rail. I mean Expo Light Rail. It stands right in the middle of creating kind of an essential east west thoroughfare for cycling um, uh-huh. into and out of the city. Uh-huh. And um, not only did the loose dictate that, you know, I think part of the problem is this was started before. It was, yes. Yeah. 
Um, but the loose dictates that these large parcels of land need to be broken up, that they create barriers that are not um, beneficial to the city. Um, and there's kind of a a recognized route, east-west route, that would that would run right through that property. That could, yeah. Um, so it was that's why we were fighting so hard for it and trying to convey how important it was. And I think people understood that, but it got to a certain point where it's just it was too late. Nothing, nothing was going to happen. The yeah, the project was um, started. Mm-hmm. So we've got another opportunity in who knows how many years uh, with the redevelopment of some city-owned land that's next to it. So hopefully we can we can make it happen then. Um, but yeah, this is getting very right. well. Sorry. I mean, but but no, but it's what a lot of probably our listeners are interested in in some very uh, technical specific stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But um, speaking of the east-west corridor, how's that? I mean. With the expo line, um, it seems like something might be opening up. No, when are we going to get? Well, just we a- have we have also. Um, I'll go into how how uh, again how we continue that relation. I forgot that we didn't even discuss how we continue that relation, building that relationship with the city. But on the expo, we have uh, two of our steering committee members have been named to the expo bike action committee, bike, bike advisory, advisory committee, committee. Mm-hmm. and uh, Gary Cavanaugh and uh, Barbara Fillet. And Barbara Fillet is seriously one of our just secret weapons. Yeah, she has been, been an advocate for 20 years in I, Santa I Monica. I haven't really heard her. I've heard of Carrie Kavanaugh. Maybe she's yeah. not active on Facebook. Well, Maybe that's no. She's, she's not, not a not Facebook or a Twitter. Her. She's, uh, she's just a doer. She oh, just yeah. does. She's, she's a been, silent soldier. <laughs> she was, she's been called, uh, a, what was it, a radical cyclist or something? Oh, no. Uh, hardcore cyclist. Hardcore. She's they, been, they were trying to do a somewhat smear on her and a thing that she's fighting for. It's like this hardcore cyclist is just fighting for benefits for her and her friends. Right, <laughs> right, right. But she's been, she and um, actually Kent Strumpel, both uh, Kent, who was on the board of LACBC for 10 years, and mm-hmm. Barbara, who has just been just, just, just working away for, you know, 10 or 20 years in Santa Monica, just not just for biking, because she de- is a cyclist, but for pedestrians, for schools, for safe routes to school, just for the community. So we just, we definitely, I mean, we have a great group that we're working with, the steering committee, our core group, but um, she's definitely one of the aces in the hole for us. Mm-hmm. She's been, uh, since 1998, Friends for Expo. So she's part of the impetus that, and the, the just the daily fighting that even got the expo, helped get the expo as far as Santa Monica. She and Kent, so they're great. But anyway, I want to talk. I, I could have, a, I think, uh, in a separate show about the expo line. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. It's got all sorts of shenanigans. We can continue with. But <laughs> as, as far as the relationship building in our with the city again, um, going back to that, it's Brian and I definitely, and I just work relentlessly, just building a relationship with bike shops, with uh, the community, because I feel it's essential that we continue to reach out and get the word out into the because there's so many cyclists in Santa Monica they've heard of us but they see things happening and it's hard to get them on board it's like well somebody's doing it so I'm just <laughs> going to keep cycling around but um, our bike action plan which is uh, which was approved within a year from December from like inception 13th, to approval in like less than a year in a year ridiculous unheard of yeah. we, I don't think any of us thought that that was actually going to happen and that we were going to get a good plan and, and yeah and it's an amazing plan it's not like it's something that's just talked together and, and rushed what, through a committee do you want to just summarize it um, oh, I don't think we can actually possible. summarize it 
but we can. There are some great projects, great visionary projects um, for greenways, which we wanted. Um, I think what's what's key in the process is that the building and and getting the bike plan approved built a relationship between our group and the city because we they helped us get what we wanted and we certainly helped them get what they wanted. I mean, we're, we weren't the only ones, but we certainly. We were their partners in getting that bike plan, in input in the bike plan, and getting the bike plan passed. We hosted meetings for them so that they could discuss it with, so they had an open um, uh, audience to give questions and answers, and they were there every time taking notes, listening, and incorporating that stuff into the plan. And I think that's why we have such a good plan. Yeah, I, the uh, first off, it's like a 200. 300-something page document that basically outlines uh, the bicycle infrastructure for the next 20 years in Santa Monica uh, with 5, 10, and 20-year plans. Two. Two, five, Is and... two, five? Yeah, because we have short-term like that. stuff that's happening um, already. I would say 85, 90% of the document is in those early deadlines. Like, they want to get all that stuff done right away. Um, and like Cynthia said, there's there's some amazing stuff in there. There's a plan for a greenway, a Michigan greenway that crosses the city. Um, several greenways, actually. That would be south to north. That's uh, east-west. East-west. Actually. So that's Michigan. a, that's a okay. southern east-west. That would be a southern east-west east west, uh, thoroughfare. Okay. Um, I don't know all the streets. There's a – yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's several. There's the greenway, actually. That that If that finishes – if as it is in the plan, that'll go from the eastern end of the city all the way through to uh, the main shopping quarters. It'll connect to Main Street. It'll connect to the Promenade and onto 2nd Street and over onto Montana. But there's several east-west and uh, north-south greenways, actually, that are planned. And then we're working on now um, the Esplanade Project, which is at the uh, terminus of the Expo Light Rail. And that hopefully we'll have a two-way cycle track. And that will go from where to where? It'll go from the ocean to about um, Fifth four and a half street. Four it'll, and a half yeah. street. <laughs> so it'll Maybe. go from the from the terminus of Expo to the beach. Oh, okay. Through I thought that. you said it would go from the ocean to four, to Fifth Street. Well, well it, like but it will go the pier from... Is. It's Are short. you saying? Oh, it's just from. It is. From, yeah. It's gonna be a few blocks. So the um, terminus of the Expo Line, it it's goes all be, the way to Fifth uh, Street. Fourth uh, Street. Fourth Street. 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 I thought they were stopping like like way earlier. No. 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 It's going on right to the beach. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy. About yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Right to, yeah, right to Fourth Street. Um, and the Colorado Esplanade Project is kind of a, a redevelopment vision for that entire area, uh, to really turn it into one an amazing gateway when you show up to Santa Monica on the Expo, and two just to make it a, a much more pedestrian friendly area um and so this cycle track that's that's in the plans right now to be incorporated is would kind of create a safe avenue for cycling through what will become an even more pedestrian heavy area they Mm -hmm. estimate three or four hundred people off each train coming into santa monica at high at peak periods so we have 20 in that plan there's 28 foot sidewalks on on one side and then 28 28 foot like what is sidewalks, that? super wide sidewalks. Like they're oh. they're taking a lot of, of area and just giving it to people, which mm-hmm. in an area like that is really what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll feed right into the Third Street Promenade. It'll feed into you know you'll be able to go to um, Palisades Park. I think is the name of the well Palisades the new park. park, huh? 
the new park? Pals- yeah, the new park. I can't remember. Pals- it's Garden Walk Park or yeah, something? Yeah, it's across from City Hall. It used to be, what was it? The Parking lot. It was a parking lot for, <laughs> but what was it? I can't remember I the name of the, the, the company that was there, but that's now going to be a park across from City Hall. So that'll, it's, it's going to just, you'll be able to go to north, to the beach, or south to shopping right from there. And it, it, that, that gateway will um, invite you in, in any direction to go. So this, on one hand, I'm thinking, well, is this too detailed for people who don't <laughs> know Santa Monica? But then I'm thinking, well, I mean, L.A. is kind of a major city. And Santa Monica is... Just a little bit. <laughs> Santa Monica is its, uh, you know, its gateway to the ocean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been pretty much, as as bicyclists, we've been stranded. If you're, if you're anywhere else, you know, there's with no way to get there. Yeah. And this is like... Huge. Being able to breathe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can actually go to the bike to go to the beach with your bike on the expo line and then ride as far as you want to go and then go home and not have to go in traffic if that's what you want to do. <laughs> I think for a lot of people, yeah. I mean a lot of cyclists, that's gonna be the best way to get there until, you know, Better Bike Beverly Hills sticks it to the city and gets them to uh, get yeah. their act together and so we can get rid of that horrible no man's land between the west side and downtown for cycling. Between West Hollywood and, and the west side, yeah. But um, but yeah, going back to kind of working, uh, like the relationship with the city, working on the bike action plan. Um, we heard from more than a few people that part of the success of all this, part of you know the success we were having and 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 the momentum that was gaining was they were like we'd never had such an organized, focused group of. Um, citizens, you know, fighting for something like this, fighting for cycling. Uh, you know, people mm-hmm. have had voiced concerns in the past, but there was never kind of an organized, focused effort. There just was, there was attacking a group. it. Yeah, and I would mm-hmm. just there was a group before. It was called um, what was it called? Santa Monica. Barbara there was, was also Cycle Santa Monica. Cycle Santa Monica, which also Barbara Fillet was yeah. a part of, and it just it just kind of, I think it did a. The city wasn't ready to listen. For one, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know how organized they were. Um, there was definitely, you know, they had Barbara there, so there was passion, mm-hmm. but um, it didn't grow. And I think part of the reason the re- that, that our group has been able to do what it's done is because we have um, LACBC as our umbrella. So that mm-hmm. that makes a huge difference in just our clout walking in the door when we first started talking, doing all this thing. Well. They know yeah. if they don't know what Santa Monica spoke is, they certainly know what LACBC is. Mm-hmm. And now it's like they know what yeah. they know what both is. We're running into a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I've heard of you guys, like, um, which is cool. You Good, know, the work paid off. Somewhat gratifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just take a minute right now and say that uh, over the past year, Cynthia has worked incredibly hard for the the reputation of this group and to build this group. She was kind of nominated as the spokesperson. Uh, a little over a year ago, because we felt we needed a two years ago, a um, two years ago, uh, <laughs> we needed really a concise, um, collaborative voice to speak through, and not just have, you know, people part of this group just all saying different things. We felt well, we should put a unified voice and a, and a you know and a message forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of took that and and went nuts and uh, <laughs> just made connections and stayed on top of people. Is nuts that is how you that's would... That's good nuts, yeah. Okay. yeah. Good. yeah. I, I, I tend to um, go uh, hook line. Just... <laughs> both feet, both yeah. hands. Um, 
but yeah, she really worked hard um, last last couple of years to build to to build the reputation of this group and make the connections and stay on top of people. Um, and all that cum- culminated in basically her becoming director because it just made sense at that point. Um, hmm. So uh, I will just publicly say thank you very much thank for all of your work. <laughs> um, I have to say that <laughs> we're just not going to be about everybody patting, patting you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it without the group, really. And that's that's I think that's saying. Um, a lot of why why our group is is successful is because we have worked well together. I mean, obviously, some of us have done um, have put more time in than others. But I mean, we have one of our groups is a is a surgeon. He's a doctor. He works like all the time. Yeah. But his his outlook, his 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 um, he's like Mr. his Kumbaya. attitude is just <laughs> serious. It it is so. If he doesn't do the 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 well, and actually, he does. He goes to a lot of meetings and, and speaks. But um, it's everybody's done their part somehow. And uh, Brian has helped in uh, just, like, not having me around a lot because I'm just off doing something else and just supporting all the time, the extra time that I've spent, like, making sure that this stuff happens. So thank you, too. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> um, anyway, we keep getting sidetracked. Uh, but, yeah, so working with the city. There's, there's a lot to cover. During yeah. the bike action plan. Um one of the one of our things that we really believe from the beginning and what we tried to convey to the city was, you know, you've got these people working on plans. And in the past, you know, you've had city planners and urban planners and all stuff working on bicycle plans. But I think a lot of the time they didn't actually ride bikes or they didn't live in the city, wow. which is kind of just a recipe for failure, in my opinion. Um, so from the beginning, one of, my first, one of our first questions was like, well, does anybody on the group ride bikes? And they're like, yeah, a lot of us ride city bikes. Staff, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Awesome. Check that off the list. Um, and the next thing was just like, you know, you've got this army of cyclists on the street. They ride every single day. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. They know the city. They know what's wrong. They know what's good. They know, you know, how it should be. Right. And what they want. And so the one piece of advice was ask them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was like good. ask these people what what should what should happen. Um and they've started to mm-hmm. do that. And we just kept drilling that in and drilling it in. And, and part of our, you know, kind of what we were, our mission was, was to reach out to all the cyclists. Like, we want to be a voice for, we want everybody to have a voice. You know, our we con- don't want to be the voice. We want everybody to have a voice. So Our you continuing know, mission, I yeah, will say. It's important for us to, to try to reach as many people riding bikes in Santa Monica as possible and just, you know, let them, get them aware of what's going on. Um mm-hmm. Have them come out and voice support at public meetings, which is extremely important. You know, a lot of times people just, you know, eh, it's 6 o'clock, I just got to work, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But even if they just show up for a little bit, you know, and it, seeing those seats filled and seeing, you know, people helmets. holding bike helmets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, obviously they came by a bike. And almost all these public meetings, they have bike valet because Santa Monica loves their bike valet. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's it's really important for us to, to try to get people to show up and get people to contribute and give their input and become part of the process. Um, and that's what the city really appreciates too. It's like they want, you know, it's, they've told us, you know, it's easier for us to get stuff done when we've got an obvious amount of we've got people support. behind us yeah. supporting us and, and asking for these things that we want to do. I think the um, city realized also what, what the power of our group was when one of our first meetings they had, we had 50 plus people show up. 
there's not too often you have 50 plus people show up to an advocacy meeting. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, 10, 50. And that's, that's actually what they said. We had, uh, we had some meeting, we had the meeting with the then chief of police to try to get, um, some situations handled about sidewalk ticketing and, and, um, just even, uh, uh, enforcement of the law from cyclists to motorists. And one of the things we asked for was a bike liaison. And within two weeks, we got one. In the police. In the police. Yeah. We uh-huh. have we so have a we designated... Sergeant Krumer. We have our own Sergeant Krumer, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and we invited Thomas him... McLaughlin. Oh, oh, in the Santa Monica police. You yeah, the Santa Monica police. Krumer. Yeah, that's uh-huh. Thomas McLaughlin. Who is and awesome. He and is. a cyclist. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, the first meeting that we had to kind of introduce him, we had... He showed up uh, happily... And he kind of said to me, he's like, wow, there's a lot of people here. He's like, I expected like 10, 15 people. There was yeah. 50 people there. That is amazing. Yeah. And and so. do you still draw that kind of numbers or was that a... Well, we try to make... It depends. Yeah. It, it depends on what the meeting is for, but um, we need to... We're, we're, really, we're really trying to emphasize getting just regular meetings, regardless of whether they're big or small. But um, we try to have a reason for people to come to a meeting, not just to sit around and either talk about, which is still a good thing also, but not just that. There's a, there's like, we, we had a lot of meetings that were focused on what was going into the bike action plan and they were well attended. We had, uh, and these were on weekends and city staff members showed up and a lot of the city mm-hmm. staff doesn't actually live in Santa Monica. Um, so that, that was impressive. That showed their commitment to the process, you know, as well as ours. So, uh, that was nice. Yeah, and we've had we've had uh, meetings too. When the city council was up, when we had a few seats open for city council, we uh, hosted uh, the candidates so people could come out and actually speak to them one on one or ask them questions, and that was also well attended. So um, we've kind of being so busy, it's been hard to do regular meetings, but that's going to be our focus. Uh, coming this next year is really focusing on having those regular monthly meetings so that people can come out. We can we can reach out more into the community and talk one on one with people and and get people engaged because as I said before, it's like when things start happening, people are, it, it is easy to not become part of the process when you see things already happening. But we must stay on top of that process if we want it to continue to happen the way it's happening now. Yeah, I mean, it was a, there was a big push, and it was a lot of work to get this bicycle action plan passed. But just because it's passed doesn't mean the job's over. I mean, it's it's almost harder now because we've got to stay on top of things as they're implemented and make sure they're implemented correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bicycle action plan was, you know, it's it's a living document in a sense in that you know there's still room for improvement and changes to the ideas and the concepts put forth um, if it'll make them better. So. Which it's some people would not like, but, but th- I think I think we all agree that was a great great thing to do with this document because the vision is there, it's good, um, and if it's flexible enough that we can add new infrastructure, what, we, what was a great thing to do? Have it more flexible, like a living document. Mm-hmm. It's it's not steadfast. Yeah. Like we're going to do this, this, and this only. Okay. This, this, and this. This is our plan, but we can finesse that if we have new. Um, best practices that are approved that we can now start using that weren't implemented because things are changing so quickly for just best practices, everything with a uh, bike infrastructure that to say that what's what's okay and and um, 
acceptable now. In six months, we're going to have new tools that we can use that are going to make the streets that we can use to, to, um, to implement bike infrastructure on the street. We have bike corrals going in already. We have uh, the city has uh, used their um, repaving and they've kind of rolled into their repaving project, uh, painting bike lanes on the street. So. Even bef- just as the bike plan was passed, they were already, like, marking lanes, like, for 17 miles of additional bike lanes before they even started really implementing the bike plan. These are just, well, that street's getting repaved. We're going to just go mm-hmm. ahead and stripe that all the way and just finish it out right now. So yeah, they're, it's, they're kind of grabbing what they can get. You know, the low-hanging fruit. It's like, look, this is going to be easy. It's going to be cheap if we just do it this way. Like, let's do it. Let's get it done. Mm-hmm. And we can thank um, and Lucy and her and team. Let's not wait, you know. If we can do it, let's do it, you know. Um, which is great. I mean, a lot. There's been a lot of paint that's gone down. You're talking the about street. the city's philosophy. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, there's a lot of paint that's gone down the street lately. Um, and uh, one of the funny ones was they put in. Uh, they're they're converting all of our intersections to video detection versus loop detection, um, and they're painting. Or many of them. Yeah. The the bike symbols on the lane, it's like that the line of a little bike and a line which tells you where to where to wait so that you're sig- you're detected by the signal with a sign hmm. on the post that says wait here. Um, and they got a little enthusiastic about it. <laughs> and they basically just put them down everywhere. I mean, there's like a three-lane street, and they're in all three lanes. And it's like, well, why would you be in the far lane and to go? Like, part of that of the <laughs> reason is that the new... Um, uh, regulation is that you have to be able to de- detect a bike in all lanes even okay. though the bike would not necessarily use that lane so they took the engineers took that okay well then we're painting it in all lanes that's not necessarily what the that's the spirit of the law and not yeah. necessarily the ways right. we should only paint them on the side so certainly appreciate it they, yeah um, and it's interesting though because we we asked them about that like so what's with the like, <laughs> little crazy and they're like yeah they got a little enthusiastic and like, <laughs> we probably take some of the middle ones out because they're not necessarily it's confusing for people um, so. but like, why would you a, be in the middle lane yeah right. i mean yeah. legally you could be if you wanted to like to go forward but um but yeah it's had this kind of cool side effect that a lot of people have come to us motorists um and even some cyclists have come to us and be like so what's the deal with these little markings like <laughs> everywhere they're in like all the lanes like some people are like are there sheros like no this is a shero so it's also been a good opportunity to teach people about sheros mm-hmm. but um you know, all these people are coming to us asking about. So it's had this nice side effect of it's really made people more aware. Like they notice these things, and I think it's brought cycling a little more into the forefront for some people. Just from seeing these symbols everywhere, um, which so, is what we want. Yeah, that was a nice little side effect. So I think it's a it's a happy accident. What is the difference between these symbols and Cheryl's? So the symbols just basically it's it's a line. It's a little line with a little bike about symbol small, and then a little like line that. after it. Oh, but like uh, the size of a uh, like book, a couple feet, uh, a few that books, big. yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, and it's and it's put in the middle of the lane, at an intersection, and it's it indicates somewhere where the, the cyclist should wait to be detected uh, by right. the signal. I see. The Shero yeah, obviously the is, is uh, you know just the marking that says cyclists can be here and this is where they. Well, should the be chevron with the yeah, dedic- yeah. showing your, your but there placement be, in the lane. You should have Sharos wherever you would have these other things, right? Well, some, they're in bike lanes. They're at the end of the bike lane, so that if you come up in the bike lane and there's no cars at the intersection, you'll be detected. So it's not necessarily where there are shares. And, and it's also on streets that have no bike. They go hand in hand, but not necessarily like, oh, we together. 
It, it's right. also on streets that have no infrastructure at all. So there might be a, a street with no bike lane, no share, or no anything, but there'll mm -hmm. be one of those symbols there so that you'll know where to stand to be detected so that the light will change for you. That's amazing. Yeah, the more bike logos are in the city, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bike love? Bike logos. Love. And, and logos. bike love. Bike, love bike logos are bike love, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start? Uh, well, what else? I don't know. We kind of we went all over the place. We had a structure. <laughs> yeah, so that could be my fault. We went off the rails. We'll um, have to come back again. Yeah. Well, that's the idea. Next year at this time, right? Welcome to Bike Talk's first ever well, we seven-hour show. <laughs> we have nine regional groups, so there's going to be some overlapping in there somewhere because we have twelve months. But we'll so see. the the idea, if you could say it, is to have a different regional show every, uh, every second month. Saturday. Yeah to highlight what's going on around uh, around the region and uh, the collaborative efforts of the groups and hopefully highlight LACBC's uh, you know, efforts as well and kind of the big happy family that we're becoming. Talk and about hopefully inspire group. people to start their own regional groups. You know, if you're out in, I don't know, who knows where, and nothing's going on and you wish it were, well, start a regional chapter. Come to a regional chapter meeting at uh, LACBC headquarters and uh, get things going. Talk about their. We'll talk to a couple of groups today and see, All get right. some highlights of what they're doing. And but before we do that, we'll talk about um, a big event that we have coming up. Well, there's two. There's a by uh, by local Santa Monica, which is yes. coming up on March 17th, which is a big festival in downtown Santa Monica, which we'll be a part of. Any more specific than that, I'm going to leave it. But um, the big the big event that we have coming up is in May, Bike Month which mm -hmm. we're also mm. collaborating with the city to make uh, to do as many different bike-related things as possible. We'll have pit stops and, mm -hmm. and um, uh, just rides and just everything we can think of. So we're collaborating with, again, Lucy Dyke and, and some of the city people, uh, the city staff. But the bike um, festival is... Uh, we did Santa Monica the, our, Festival. Santa Monica Festival, right. Santa Monica, we call it the bike festival. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Santa Monica Festival is, uh, last year was their 20th anniversary. They get bring in about 10,000 people to the city of Santa Monica and, at Clover Park. And we were invited to... How uh, many? 10,000 people. Wow. So we were invited to participate last year, and uh, we did uh, a bike exhibition. Ex so the idea behind that um, was to show as many different bikes as we could, but not just different bikes, but the same bike set up different ways. So people realize the flexibility they have within one bike. So mm -hmm. you, Brian, between Brian and myself, we have nearly 20 bikes. Wow. So we uh, we that. could, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, a lot of our bikes were there, but, uh, but we, all of the bikes, or I shouldn't say all of the bikes, most of the bikes were from the community, from our group. And we had, um, help from the di a couple of different bike shops. Helen Cycles brought us some bikes mm -hmm. and some trailers. Synergy uh, brought us some stuff. Um, um, bike Effect. Bike Effect brought us some really high-end road bikes. So hmm. people had uh, a way to see... What was possible. What was possible. And since Brian and I have matching bikes, we would we set up our bikes separately. <laughs> so we had we had like five what or kind of six bike do you have? matching bikes. Yeah, but what, what kind of All bike? kind. Uh, name. Wait, all your bikes are matching? Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Whoa. That's what, <laughs> there's kind of a rule where well, what, his and one, hers bikes, one you know? can't get a new bike without the Yeah. I, I have so you one guys new bike. Yeah, we haven't even talked about your personal life <laughs> <laughs> yet. 
But That's a whole other show. <laughs> we're personally insane. <laughs> we have, yeah, we it. started off with, we went, we walked into Helen Cycles just to look at bikes. Like, hey, you know, it'd be cool to get some many, bikes. <laughs> and walked out with, you know, a match, a his and her set in my favorite color and his favorite color. And wow. that's what started the whole orange and purple, which yeah. another thing that we haven't discussed that anybody listening is going to be saying, when are they going to talk about the okay. orange and purple thing? Or now they're like, oh, it's those people. <laughs> they can tell yeah. when they, they see us coming because they'll see a big splash of orange and purple coming down the street and they know who's coming. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much all of my bikes are either orange or accessory orange, and all of her bikes are either purple or accessory purple. It's and we didn't know that that was our nickname. Enthusiasm oh at its finest. Yeah. yeah, we found so out a while later that people were calling us purple and orange. Like, they didn't even know our names. Like, some people at oh, REI. Purple and orange, yeah. Well, the uh, community outreach um, person at REI, Jennifer Santa Monica, Day. Jen Day, um, she was like, you know... At one point, she was like, I don't even know your names. I just call you orange and purple. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I forget your name. She knew what yeah. they were. And yeah, we had Jen Klausner was on a ride one day, and we passed. She was on 11th Street, and we were going um, on Broadway East, and the, the light changed, and she's like, orange and purple. <laughs> like, wow, people do call us that. Anyway, so back to the, to the bike okay. exhibition. Yes. So we set up... Um, like we take our road bikes and we set up one like a road bike and then we took the other one which we've you know accessorized with racks and we put panniers on it and different things like that. We had um, five or, or six folding panniers, panniers or panniers or 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 yeah. It's a very volatile yeah. discussion. Panniers, panniers. Yeah. You we had about we had panniers. five. Um, <laughs> I say panniers. She says panniers. We had five folding bikes. More or less, we had uh, we had the the Bromptons. We had a Bike Friday. We had two Dayhans because we have two Dayhans. So one was set up in the suitcase. Because if you don't know, a twenty inch folding Dayhan, the Speed TR, the the yeah. um, the touring model, uh-huh. if you fold it and take off the wheels, it'll fit in a standard twenty eight inch Samsonite suitcase. So you can check it as really? luggage. Yeah, which what, we what did. What do you guys do for a living? Uh, professional bike enthusiast. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a photographer, and uh, Cynthia makes bass guitars. No, and they're yeah. awesome. Wow, yeah, that's all. That's interesting enough that's without even show. the whole the yeah. whole bike thing. Yeah. <laughs> we met at photo school, so we were both uh, nerds, photo mm-hmm. nerds, and uh, and then uh, yeah, my I, my friend who builds bass guitars moved back down from uh, Santa Barbara. He started down here and moved up there and moved back, and I've been kind of. I got roped into, not roped into, but I, I ended up there longer than I thought, and, and I really wow. I enjoy the work, so it's it's uh, fun. But that is so cool. yeah, that's what we do. I would take either Craziness. of those jobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the bike exhibition. We that's that was our our um, just baby last year, and it was very successful. So we've been invited to back again, and what is going to happen this year? is we are going to expand the bike portion of the festival, and it's really going to be like an anchoring gateway into the festival from the corner where you enter. And the city provides free bike valet, and they did last year. And uh, probably Microwave will be there doing free tune-ups and check-ups, and they hopefully will have a kid, um, what is it called, the um, kids' um, obstacle course so kids can practice and they do... Um, and then we'll do some LCI. We're um, league. Both of us are league certified, League of American Bicyc- Bicyclists certified instructors. Hmm. 
-hmm. So the LCI thing, which LACBC is is now training um, another two groups of um, staff to be LCIs and teach confident city cycling so that cyclists know their rights and their responsibilities on the road and how to operate a bike safely so that they are, um, what is it, so that they're demonstrating that they... The philosophy that cyclists are better when they act as and are treated as vehicles. Mm -hmm. So just giving people the confidence and the skills required to ride in the city, ride, be part of traffic, feel confident in traffic. Um, If they want to. The most important thing to have when you're riding a bike in a city is confidence. Um, Mm. And then, you know, knowledge of the laws and your responsibilities. So, uh, yeah, that's... So, so we're going to do part of that at the. We're going to do some expedition. some uh, yeah commuter classes and little little seminars on confident city cycling and Brian Great. and I will be teaching through um, through sustainable streets and Ron Durgan who we're going to talk to in a minute he's the uh, the um, general manager at the bike center and uh, president of sustainable streets and he's been teaching bike classes LCI classes for years in the city. Um, uh, he, Brian, Ron okay, Durgan yeah. 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 I got confused for a second with Ron Milo. Yeah, no, he's later, hopefully. Um, we just call him Durgan. Yeah. Durgan. <laughs> so, um, so we'll be doing that, and um, the city will have their... I was going to say something else, but I can't remember what it was. But also, we can go into, we can call Lumo, and um, yes. I would s- tell you that the city of Santa Monica, with their um, bike valet... Since they started it in, let me see, what was Which will be at the Santa Monica Festival, May 19th. Which will be, (laughs) (laughs) shameless plug. Mm -hmm. Be there. Uh, Oh, damn it. I had it on. Do you want to call them or? Are you allowed to just call it the bike um, festival, Santa Monica Bike Festival? We're going to call it. Are you going to put out, like, literature with? They don't know it yet, but in the next few years, we're completely rebranding the entire festival. Um, so the bike yeah. valet, we're going to talk to, uh, we're going to give a call to Lumo in a second. And Lumo is uh, our bike valet czar in Santa Monica. Since the inception of the bike valet program in 2006, Santa Monica has parked 122,284 bikes. Approximately 122,284 bikes. It's a lot of bikes. Yeah. To the close of 2011, and just this year, without uh, the full um, without the full figures for February, we've parked oh, almost 16,000 bikes. Where do you do this? They do it at the Main Street Farmers Market. They do it at the um, Twilight Dance Series that's in the on the pier in the summertime, and then they do it at various other events, like if they public have public meetings, some um, public meetings, which like the Santa wouldn't Monica be that Festival. much. Yeah, yeah, and then. Um, they had uh, events at the convention center. They had a big meeting at the Santa Monica Airport. They provided bike valet. So, and this is separate from the bike center. This is before the bike center, and the bike center is just augmenting that because they also have bike valet. Um, but we're going to talk to Ron Durgan after center. that. Yeah. So I don't think let's we've... call Lumo. Let's go to Lumo, okay? And he can tell us about. Yeah. Hello, Lumo. Hey. It's orange it, and purple. Am I am I clear? It's you are, orange. You are clear. Clear. <laughs> it's purple. 
It's your Belfast. It's, are you orange or are you green? <laughs> Over here, who do you love the most, orange or purple? I'll have to go with purple. Aww. What? Yeah, there you go. But I love orange, too. I so, for, outrage. for everybody out there, Lumo is our bike czar. He is bike the valet czar. bike valet czar. He parks the bikes in Santa Monica. We just finished telling Nick that you parked 122,284 bikes from 2006 yeah, at, at to 2011. Yeah, at least. It's a lot of bikes. How do you feel? How do I feel? feel I, I, I think it's, you know, it's fantastic. I mean, I didn't do that in one year. I did it a period of six years, but... I'm up to twenty five thousand a year, and I started at fourteen thousand a year. I can't can't complain about that, huh? No, that's no. that's amazing. Can you tell us, uh, you know, like what 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 it means to be the bike czar, and and like what your life is I'm, like? I'm and... not the bike czar. <laughs> I'm just the bike guy. The bike valet. The guy. <laughs> that doesn't sound as impressive. And, and basically, with the bike valet, it's it's just completely proof of the pudding. You know, build it, they will come. You know, and put it out there, and they will use it, and uh, and that's what it is. And uh, and 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 with all that, it just it just expanded on the whole biking community in Santa Monica. I I can't say it's just a bike valet that did it, but you know, that led to uh, that just led to more cyclists at events. Uh, I noticed much more cyclists at special events and events around the city. Mm-hmm. I noticed after that our our new Bike master bike plan came into play, and uh, and right now the cities, as they repave all their streets, they're striping them like crazy with charros and climbing lanes and bike lanes. Well, and we got a silver, we got a we got a silver League of American Bicyclists award this year. So you know the next step is gold. That's right. We got silver. We got silver this year. Yeah, dude, when I didn't even happen? know this. We That's were just talking. We were, we were just were, talking about. Uh, we were bronze before. We didn't yeah. even talk about that. We're bronze level uh, cycling city, and and uh, it was time to come up. And we got silver this year because of all the new bike infrastructure wow. See, and the bike plan. There's so much going on in San Monica. We can't even keep on top of it all. So the city has a silver rating now. Yes, okay. they applied for it, and they and they were saying that, and and Luma will say that that this just going through the process of applying was such a learning process. Oh they, yeah, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. And I was told that actually what gave me, because when they started it, they didn't have the bike plan, you know, and uh, and they were having problems with uh, uh, critical mass, you know, and then everybody was, like, poking Santa Monica in the eye for not being a bike-friendly city. <laughs> and, uh, and, and when they do that and they do it on the blogs, they don't really know what the city is doing. Nobody calls and asks. They just complain about what they don't see. You know what's going on, and so when we got the bronze, evidently what put it over the top was the bike valet. The bike valet, and yeah, that's what I, we were actually telling Nick a lot of the stuff that, as we were working as with Spoke, that a lot of things were happening within the city that we didn't realize until we built the the relationship that we now have with you and Lucy and Michelle and Colleen and Francine and and. Those are just the first few that come to the top of the head. Now that we're there's a dialogue back and forth, we know how hard the city's been working before we even came on board. And now, and I think you'll agree that having the cyclists out there gives the city more of a more more um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
Uh, more of a leeway before they start making critical judgments that they don't know what they're talking about. No, no, more. It, it gives them it gives them the the power that that they know they have the community behind them. So it gives them the momentum to move forward because they oh, know yeah. they have we're, the support. We're moving forward like crazy, and you know, and you guys are a big part of it, getting the information out there to uh, people who don't know, and uh, and and a big part part of it of empowering people to help cycle. You know, and, uh, and, and, and you know, even with, um, you and I, we got our, our LCIs together. Yep, we did. Yeah. Lumo, Lumo and the, actually, when Brian and I got, uh, 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 licensed as LCIs, the city of Santa Monica sponsored the class, and, uh, half of the class was city staff that took the, that class. So they, not mm, only wow. do they ride, but mm. now they know what a cyclist, the cyclist rights are and how, and all the things that we know, so we're on. We're all on the same page. We know the same information. Mm-hmm. And well, again, yeah, that right. was Lucy Dyke who who was. And you, why don't you tell us how the bike valet started? Actually, um, Main Street Farmers Market is. So they do two. They're like two thousand people on a Sunday. You know, <laughs> easily. It's it's almost like a little a little bazaar fair. It's not just a farmers market. I mean, right. they have some live music and they have some pony rides. And, and uh, Lucy was like, well, how, what, what can we do to get people out of their cars because there's so much traffic on Main Street? And uh, and asked me if I would go down and check it out. So I went out there, and on a Sunday around 11 o'clock, you know, 12 o'clock, I noticed, like, there were probably 110 bikes parked up against chain-link fences, meters, just blocking sidewalks all over the place. And uh, basically I said, well... You can put removable racks, <laughs> which isn't a, isn't a smart thing because, you know, it's not something you need all these racks for these bicycles for one day of the week in this area. You know, that's when they would get used the most. And, um, and then uh, we came up with the valet, and Lucy brought up that REI had used the valet in the past. And, and uh, I said, let's see, let's try the valet. So I contacted the... Uh, uh, Los Angeles County Bicycle Coalition, and I started out with them as my volunteers, and uh, and I borrowed. Thank goodness for them to the life cycle people. I borrowed their racks, that their accessible racks that they use for their age rides, and um, and I did that for about the racks I borrowed for the season for the summer. I used the volunteers for about five weeks, and then we started using our parking people that uh, that run all our parking lots. To valet bikes, and look what and happened. And yeah, now and we, we had fourteen thousand that year, and we started off in the summer doing about two hundred fifty bikes to three hundred in a four-hour period, and then in January we'd go down to two hundred, maybe one fifty, and now in the winter time, January, February, we're doing three hundred to three hundred fifty bikes, and as many as five hundred bikes on a four-hour period That's on incredible. a Sunday morning. That's amazing. amazing. And that's every Sunday. <laughs> every so, Sunday. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they're out there rain or shine. And, and lucky for Southern California. It doesn't rain too much. Yeah. <laughs> that, that when it rains, it tends to rain in the middle of the night, if it rains at all, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going we're gonna to go on and, and uh, call Ron from the Bike uh-huh. Center. And to get some information on him, he's going to be competing with you for Bikes LA. I don't think he's going to ever meet those figures, but... Uh... <laughs> well, actually, we're using him. You know, uh, the marathon's coming up. Uh-huh. And we, we usually have a couple locations of bike valets. Oh, right. 
So the one near well, the one near the finish line is going to be at Washington, uh, Washington Street at Ocean Avenue, which is about uh, two or three blocks from the finish line. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, which would normally be over the City Hall lawn, we decided the Bike Center opened up, and they have a valet, and let's have them do the valet. Awesome. So with them doing the valet, Ron and I talked today. I said, well, and he was talking about, you know, uh, impeding on uh, the other business at the bike center, which I agreed with, and maybe doing it on that little triangle lawn by Sears. Uh And I said, instead, I said, why don't we do the second part of your bike center, which is the storage area at Broadway and 4th. So we're going to do the bike valet there for the second bike valet. Awesome. Sweet. Awesome. Well, you know, and, and the bike center, what a wonderful place is that. It, we were the yeah. only city in California to get a grant for a bike center or a bike station, whatever you want to call it, Yep. in a city that doesn't have a rail line. There's one coming. You know, it's going to be about three years. Right. But, uh, but we got it without having that. Yeah, that was, that was, again, talking about the forethought of the city, thinking thinking ahead. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, and, a- and it's... And it's a combined effort of everybody, you know, uh, the bike valet. That wasn't just me. Lucy was a big catalyst. Lucy was a huge catalyst in the city. It's like whenever I wanted something for a bike valet or racks or anything involving that, I could go to her, and she was my champion. Wherever you are in this country and you want a bike valet or anything to do with cycling, you have to find a champion. And the higher up the food chain that champion it is, the better it is. Look at Long Beach. Yep. You know, yeah. when, they, when they got their, uh, was it the, the city manager yep. and the mayor yep. and a big cyclist, he was their champion. He says, well, I want to be the most bike-friendly city well, in America. I'm going to say right now, Lucy is definitely our champion, but Lumo, you are our champion, too. Uh, well, thank you. I we love you, man. That, you know, you're my champion. You know <laughs> that. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut it now because we're going to run out of time. But it is so wonderful to talk to you, and we will see you soon. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay. Thanks, Lumo. We'll see thanks, ya. Lumo. Okay, you guys have a great night and a great weekend. You yeah, too. Yeah, you too. too. See Go you soon. Go park some bikes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, how are you? Good. How are you, Cynthia? Good. Durgan. So we're here um, with <laughs> Brian, as you know, Orange and Purple, and then uh, Nick from Bike Talk. Hey, Ron. And we were just talking Nick. to Lumo about um, the bike valet, and we heard just now that the city got the silver um Silver um, Legal American Bicyclist designation. Did you know? I didn't know that they had reapplied. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much happening. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just got it for, you know, maybe they just got it. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're here, what we're talking to you, we're talking, uh, we told uh, Nick and we were talking about the LCI classes and sustainable streets, but um, I guess we could start talking about the bike center. Do you want to give the spiel? The bike center, yeah, in Santa Monica. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's basically a fully comprehensive center for everything bike. At least that's what we're trying to make it anyway. Um, you know, where you can not go beyond parking, which is its main purpose, is to provide a secure uh, parking facility for downtown commuters or downtown, you know, locals who visit. Shoppers. Downtown. Yeah, so... So that's the main, you know, reason for it. And then, um, and we're doing, you know, remarkably well despite opening, you know, in the winter in November. Uh, you know, we've exceeded 100 members in the first 100 days. So 
that, that's pretty. I think that's a good good sign. Wow. And, uh, people are just keep coming every day, so um, you know we we're going to be dealing with a full house. I think pretty soon. I'm already looking at the second level. Yay! <laughs> so, so I've been pitch, pitching that, not that that'll happen, but um, we can we can dream big, I guess. And this is all happening technically in the winter when it's cold and people don't ride bikes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's been you know, and then you know, with daylight savings uh, coming this weekend, you know, it'll be. I think we'll see, you know, just another marked up increase of cycling, and the weather's getting warmer, so. So the, the hours at the bike center are also very um, forward-thinking, I would say, for Santa Monica. So what are the hours of the bike center? Well, we're basically there at 6.30 in the morning, uh, so Monday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday, 6.30 a.m. to midnight, uh, Friday, oh. or Saturday, 8 a.m. to midnight, and Sunday, 8 to 8. Uh, so that's when we're there. Uh, the, the members actually have 24-7 access, so uh, they can come in the middle of the night if they have a... Amazing. Uh, Which we have done. At midnight and whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do surprisingly use the center at out, you know in the wee hours of the morning because they have a late shift at a restaurant or whatever. If you're uh, just a tip for anybody listening in Santa Monica, if you're going to the REI used gear sale and you're going at 5 a.m. to get in line, bike center is a good place to park your bike. <laughs> yeah, we did that. We parked our bike there and went over and shopped, shopped to our heart's content, and then went back and loaded up our bikes and rode home. <laughs> Yeah, and we're, we just—I just met with REI last week. So we're gonna when they do those events, um, you know, we talked about offering bike valet at the Fourth and Broadway entrance. Awesome! So free bike valet, so people can you know park their bikes in there while they shop. Yeah, because they're having another event, a bike event, I guess April fourteenth. Yes. So I think for people listening to, to the Santa Monica Bike Center is way more than just bike parking. It is a comprehensive learning facility. It is tours. It is uh, bike parking, bike uh, rental, Rent, rentals, bike, bike share. share, a mini bike share, and uh, all of this with Ron Durgan at the helm. And I think I don't think the city could be more pleased with how who is uh, running the bike center. I know we're happy to work with you. I try. It's a it's a big you know undertaking trying to get all the the city has a lot of you know they want a lot of programs to run out of there. So, so you're doing We're maintenance. Busy. You're doing maintenance classes. You're doing yeah. commuter classes, and then. We were just talking about the LCI classes that Brian and I and all of your team through Sustainable Streets are teaching, and that is um, a federal grant that is run through Burbank. You want to tell us a little well, bit? Well, it's actually, I think it's federal money that comes to the state, and then the state gets to, uh, the Office of Traffic Safety gets to allocate it, you know, through a proposal process. So we we uh, basically, I, you know, I couldn't... Sustainable streets couldn't apply as a public benefit because you have to be a government entity uh, in order to get those funds. So we had to pretty much wrangle the cities together and get them to uh, step up and, and basically Burbank and ended up being the, the lead uh, municipality to take on the grant administration and you know, basically help author it and do all that stuff. So there, it's really considered the city of Burbank's uh, grant. And then we're just a contractor to deliver the program. But the, it was in, in uh, collaboration with West Hollywood and the city of Santa Monica. 
Yeah, and that you know that was really again it was kind of those were cities that you know I had been working with in the past, and so it was kind of like well, and they're far enough apart. You know, the whole idea of the thing was that that it would be the you know the money would come so we could teach the classes, and you don't have to live in, in any particular city that the class is in. You can come from anywhere. Right. It's just the city is in a strategic location, you know, where we can draw an audience and they're far enough apart. For, you know, my goal is that, you know, people won't have to drive 50 miles to take a bike class. You know, they, can, yeah. they can actually ride their bike to class and, go to, you know, do all that. So if we have, have the, you know, kind of the web of host cities out there where they're kind of far enough apart, but close enough for everybody, you know, so we get a network going eventually. And that worked in the last class we taught in Santa Monica. We had a someone from West Hollywood who rode to the class in Santa Monica, um, and it was his first time he'd ever ridden that, that far, far, like yeah. ridden across town. Um, so that that was an immediate success right there. But and that was from the the uh, the empowerment that he got in the first class. He decided to ride to the second class, and he okay. says, "I've never done this before, and it was cool." This is awesome, <laughs> and that brings me to something we haven't mentioned yet: is uh, Santa Monica's new bicycle campus for uh, education. Uh, you want to talk a little about that? Yeah, I think that's exciting. I wish you know we had more of those out there. It's basically a you know just a, a bicycle learning area. It would be a, an easy way to, for people to digest it. It's just paint on the ground in a off-street location that is, you know, safe and you can put down drills and skills for people. You can have basically structured classes and it's easier for, you know, the instructors to teach when they have uh, a lot of the paint down. So they don't, we don't, I used to go out with a tape measure and measure everything and, you know, it was, it was a time-consuming endeavor where now it's pretty much set up to show up girls are ready to go and, and teach the class. And then aside from structured classes, people, you know, you, you go down there and watch people and they just kind of intuitively start playing around with it and figure out what it's meant for, you know. Yeah. So, the city's working. Adults even, so. And the city's doing signage that's <clears throat> going to be next to each part of the course so that people can run it themselves, correct? Yeah, that's just, I think that's, um, being, I think it might even be printed now. I think the final revisions were sent. Um, I don't know that they have an official launch date. I know they're going to have some kind of an official ceremony to open it, even though we've been using it since <laughs> okay, <laughs> painted right. in, in October. Um, but I think that's, you know, for me, that was a long multi-year process to find somebody to do that. And, and it yeah. was just kind of planning to see, giving them the information, and then, you know, you guys at Santa Monica spoke, and, uh, you know, Richard McKinnon at the Planning Commission, you know, helping everybody, or, Pushing and pushing and pushing, yeah. To, to motivate, uh, you know, say, hey, this is what we really want. We think this is a good idea, and um, you know, I think it is. It's a, you know, it's a busy, busy location. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think uh, once the signage gets out there and uh, people, I don't think they really know what it is yet because it's really just a converted frontage road or uh, service road between two parking lots. So for people who don't know, this is it's painted like the street. There's there's a solid yellow line. There's parking designations. There's a bike lane. There's uh, and there's also obstacle courses. So this is this is a and this is the only campus of its like of its type in California or yeah, there's, no? There's uh, four of them in San Francisco that I okay know of, but uh, and that's really where I got you know the inspiration from from those guys up there when when I did my LCI training in 2007. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, we used one of these learning areas, and I'm like, what the heck is this thing? And uh, <laughs> a, guy, a guy from the city, you know, was one of the uh, assistant instructors, and so I got his information, and he sent me all their schematics, and I stayed in touch with those guys over the years, and you know, they they continued to update. And back in 2007, San Francisco had two of them, and then they've since added at least two more that I know of. They might have added even more, but... Yeah, but ours is on the beach in glorious Santa Monica weather, yeah. so... Yeah, well, ours is near Presidio Park. It was nice. It was in a good location. And Where is it? You know, it's, it's, you know, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, we should have in every community or, in, you know, dispersed around. You know, people just need... It's like you have, whatever, you have a basketball court so people can play basketball and practice and get better at it. And, you know, yeah. you bicycle learning area so people can practice drills and get better at it. Well, you know, when people learn how to, you know, drive a car, they usually go to an empty parking lot on a weekend with their dad or their mom, and they drive around, so. Why shouldn't yeah. we have a bike campus yeah. for people to learn? But, uh, Nick just asked where it was. Um, oh, it's, so f- it's, yeah. Yeah, it's at the intersection, or near the intersection of Ocean Park Boulevard and uh, Barnard Way. So okay. it's north of Green Park. It's so where Ocean basically, Park ends at the beach. Yeah, basically yeah. you get on Ocean Park and you go west till you hit the beach. And uh, it's right there. It's right there between you and the beach. Underneath your feet. <laughs> I, I, I know an adult words. who doesn't know how to ride a bike. I, it's amazing that to me, but there are. Yeah. There's many adults. I mean, these classes are full of adults, and some of them are getting back into cycling. Some of them just want to know what they're – they want to be empowered. They want to be more secure. They want to know that they're doing the right thing. And I, I think at every class I've taught, there's always been somebody saying, wow – I feel so much better now. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's that I could do that, or that that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, you wouldn't think that there's a better way to start and stop your bike, or to mount and dismount your bike, in in a way that like makes you be more effective when starting and stopping in traffic and more stable and stuff like that. And hmm. it, you know, to people who ride, it's kind of like, well, yeah. But to people who don't, you know, that may not necessarily be intuitive. And once right. they learn these skills. Uh, as simple as they are, um, it really, you know, goes, goes a lot yeah, to empowering them and giving them the confidence to ride their bike for more than recreation. And I think and it, as much as the new people who are learning to ride the bike, every like when Brian and I took the course, p- experienced cyclists, everybody's going to learn something from that class. Whether yeah. you're an experienced cyclist, a new cyclist, uh, uh, a scared cyclist, uh, maybe a too aggressive cyclist, you're going to learn that there's probably a better way for you to do it. And if we're doing it, if we're all doing it more or less that way, and we're, it's going to be better for our relationship with the road and with road, the rest of the road users, mm-hmm. because cars are always going to be there for the most part, at least in the short term future and maybe in our lifetimes. But if we can learn to share that road and uh, show them how we belong there and we can coexist then that's going to be a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah I think the biggest well problem, <laughs> biggest well problem is people not knowing or and or not following the rules um, and not knowing the rights. And uh, the more we get everybody on the same page, both motorists and and uh, cyclists, uh, I just think right. the better off we'll be. You know, it'll it'll lower aggression, and everybody can you know get to where they're going safely, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I think that there's a you know there's one criticism that I often hear from people that. You know, haven't taken the course and are in a position to fund these type of programs, for instance. And they, you know, they criticize the length of it. And honestly, it's you know, we we break it down into two four-hour you know four classes, and and we usually run out of time. 
<laughs> yeah, people people are yearning for more after eight hours. Like I've they seen, really, yeah. you know, we like you guys taught the last class in Santa Monica, and then pitched the, the bike maintenance classes that are going on, you know, on the next day at the bike center, and we had like two or three people from that class that you taught on Saturday come to <laughs> one of the bike maintenance class. So it it's like a drug. It's a gateway you know, drug. <laughs> kind of like yeah. So people, you know, this this idea that it has to be this fast food education, and you can only really keep people's attention for. 30 minutes, I think is BS, really. I mean, I think people really want to understand it and need time to digest what you're telling them to do, and especially when you're asking them to ride on the street. It's a new thing for them, or they're just, even club riders, you know, are maybe not accustomed to, they're very experienced, they have, you know, the latest and greatest equipment, and they have good technique, but they don't ride in the street necessarily all the time either. They ride in groups, right. So, you know, you can have an experienced person like you need to just takes time i think and, and that's i that's been my approach i don't like to run I, I think you can have those other you know classes that are out there that are you know shorter in length are great you know refreshers as well and so and it's good to have a variety of ways for people to engage and you know develop whatever wherever they're, from wherever they're at you know yeah so. i'm just remembering ron um well when i first started bike talk you were mentioned as a person i should get in touch with you know <laughs> Already back then, I mean, I guess it was like just three years ago, but and then we went on a ride, right? Didn't we go like you with my came with my debate team? We yeah, we rode project. to Occidental College or something, and we saw the mayor, yeah, engaged the mayor, yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to haul trees or something, but then it got changed to the, the mayor, but yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a good ride, yeah. Um, well, it's it's you've you've uh, I guess you've You've come, come a long way, yeah, Durgan. He's been working. <laughs> see, the thing, Ron's been working as an advocate in, in West Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and now we're lucky enough to have him, uh, by hook or by crook, he's stuck in Santa Monica because we keep him so busy at the bike center. So um, uh, I'm sure Mark over at uh, Elliot and Better Bike Beverly Hills is, is a little sad that, that Ron is so far away, but we're glad to have him. We've yeah, I've given uh, Nick a little stack of, uh, of brochures here. He's been leafing through on the bike center and some uh, one-week memberships. You do so much. It's like it, rentals, tours, segways, parking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we just got up. Uh, I think we just ended up. We just got about a hundred new bikes, so we're in the process of building those out. Um, just got some on Friday or Thursday. You rent road bikes, mountain bikes. Well, uh, yeah, we we just we just we didn't have any uh, fitness bike or mountain bikes until until Thursday, so we ended up ordering a small fleet of those. What's a fitness bike? It's it's more like you know the comfort bike has a has like a fork that has a shock on it and a little more comfortable seat. The fitness bike is kind of like between a I guess a road bike and the comfort bike. It has a stiff fork. It's a you know. Uh-huh. It's a faster kind of ride, but but not a, a road bike. You know, it's between those two. Kind of like a glorified <clears throat> cruiser. Yeah, it's just like if you want to go out for for you know exercise ride, I guess, and you know to go fast. Um, so we're you know I don't know I just it was on our list. This what they basically followed the lead of uh, Chicago, which is what uh, the company that operates the bike center is Bike and Park, and uh, they're based in Chicago, and with two local partners. Uh, at Perry's and uh, Segway LA, so that's why you see the Segway, and that's why you see the bike tours. Um, so, well, this is really come, awesome. cool. Yeah, people can come down and re- basically go on a tour on the beach, 
you know, led by one of Perry's guy, uh, employees. Um, hopefully, we're, you know, really trying to... I want to start tours where people go inland and explore. And you're saying that a lot of people are doing those tours. They have they have self-guided tours that they he gives to them, and people he sees people all over the city on the bike on the Santa Monica yeah. bikes, right? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe it the other last week when it was it was freezing out in these in the afternoon. I mean, three girls come in and they they rented bikes and they wanted to ride to Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm like, all right. It was a windy windy cold day, and I and I was riding home at night, and I saw him coming back. I kind of wanted to pull over. Must have made it. <laughs> <laughs> People want to ride. It's again what Lumo said. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, and it's you know it's fun. We really try to give them a lot of like that's what the whole point of the map was that we created was you know the beach is beautiful. It's a great resource. You know we're lucky to have it, but there's a ton of stuff to go go inland. To Other see. places, right? And even now, like as the expo line comes, you know you can you can go to downtown LA essentially from Viola Creek to Expo line to you know all the way to USC and stuff. So, so that's pretty cool. And then at some point you can ride down there, do whatever you want, and hop on the train and get dropped off two blocks away if you didn't feel like riding back. You know. So, right, right. And we have so the number ten bus. That's not as not as effective though. Yeah, because there's only the two spaces. But you know, there, so those are the future. And as we continue to push it out and hopefully see more bike centers, you know, along. Right those rail lines or wherever, you know, in L.A. We're getting yeah. close to paradise. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, <laughs> it's got to happen, you know, that where we can we just get equal, you know, yeah. footing. Yes. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, look, at, I mean, where we're at, the bike center has over 1,800 car parking spaces still in that same Right, lot. in the same structure and, at the yeah, Santa Monica so place. Have, you know, relatively speaking, we have one of the highest percentages of bike parking, I think, anywhere. It was over 350 spaces. So. so that's a pretty good, you know, percentage of parking comparison, where usually it's, you know, whatever, half of 1% or something. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Well, that's fabulous. Right. We're okay. Thank unfortunately you. running short on time. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> talking yeah, to no, us. I got to teach a class tomorrow, so. Uh, all righty, uh, then. Thanks, Ron. Guess all right. You. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. Okay, so that was Ron from the Bike Center, and then we were talking earlier about Alexis Lance, our fearless leader over at LACBC, and how great she has been um, uh, just forging ahead and getting all this regional chapter stuff going and running it and everything, and now we have her on the phone. Are you there, Alexis? I'm here. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Hi, guys. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> how are you doing? Good, good. So we were just telling Nick, well, we were telling him earlier, actually, about how wonderful we think you are and how much work you've done to make the regional <laughs> chapters what they are. Well, thanks. We actually told him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the best ways that I can think of that, that we can think of as an organization to, to be able to better serve our membership that's all over L.A. County. Um, by empowering folks who are really passionate in their communities to get involved um, by starting a local chapter. Yeah, we were t we we tell them that the first time we had a meeting, it was when Dorothy Lee was on her way out, and you were on your way in, and we we're like, "Well, who's this Alexis chick? We like Dorothy," <laughs> and you proved um, you had your salt very quickly. I still I feel like I'm always learning. I feel like every day there's new challenges, and uh, I think that's been the exciting thing about the, the regional partnership and all the local chapters is. 
first of all, just how great everybody's involved is and how passionate everybody is and um, that there's strong dedication to wanting to make a difference and, and positive difference in, in, in their communities. But just figuring out how we can serve, or for my job at least, best I can best serve. Uh-oh, we're losing you. Uh-oh, we broke up a little bit on that last one. What did you say? For me, you know, one of the tricky things is figuring out how I can best serve all of the, the folks like yourself who are a part of the local chapters, but then also figuring out how we best serve the needs of the county and, and the many cities in L.A. County. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's been one of the exciting things about this job in general is just um, – how there are a lot of people in a lot of cities that really do want to make things better for cycling. And for a lot of, obviously, I think a lot of the cyclists know what changes need to be done. But even I'm meeting with a lot of cities now, like Linwood and Pomona, um, Monterey Park, other cities that, that do want to make the changes, they just really don't know how. They're like, oh, we need help. Like, how and say that, kind of wait, wait, say that last thing again. You just, you, we broke up. I was just saying how exciting it is that there are so many cities that want to do these, want to make their cities better for cycling. They just really don't know how to do it. So right. having involved constituents um, is really important for making um, is really important for making their communities better for cycling. Yeah. yeah, I think we really we were talking earlier. We really see the regional chapters as kind of the next evolution of LACBC. And what you just said is, is you know right that it's great because it's made up of people who really do care. I mean, they're taking the initiative to form these chapters and to get involved. And, um, yeah, I mean, it can only serve to help the cities, and the cities can only serve to help them. I mean, it's a, it's a great two-way relationship that can form uh, when both sides get on board. So I think it's, uh, yeah. I don't know, it's exciting that we have nine chapters so far, and uh, hopefully we'll have more soon. Yeah. Say that again. <laughs> Wait, you're breaking up. I apologize. I'll see if I can move around and make it better. So we've got a um, tenth chapter on the way, hopefully. Woohoo! Hear Sweet. Me? Mm, so yeah. we've got a group that's been meeting out in the Pomona, Claremont, and Covina area. Nice. Diamond Bar, that whole neck of the woods. So the for East LA County. Wow. wow. <laughs> we were telling Nick an, uh, earlier again also it's like one of the one of the difficulties in LA is that we have 88 municipalities in this one city and it's or in this one county and it's a very unique situation in the country to have um a county that has that many municipalities and how do you represent the the cycling community when every city or not every city but all the different cities have their different rules different regulations they have their different councils they have their different you know governments and that this is this is going to be the way that we can reach out to those different areas and and have people on the ground working there yeah exactly i mean our county is bigger than a lot of a lot of states <laughs> you know, <laughs> more population than like montana wyoming delaware i mean we we are we're huge compared to a lot of places. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and we have one of, I think, our, well, LA, Los Angeles, excuse me, California is one of the largest economies in the country, but I think the LA area, I mean, we, we could sort of stand alone as our own state almost, but our own county. Um, you heard so, it here first. Yeah, We're it's, breaking it's off. It's definitely a complex 
place just because there are so many municipalities. And as you said, I think sidewalk riding is one of the issues where I think I've seen the most because that's one of those laws that cities each get to make. Yeah. Every city in L.A. County has some different law about sidewalk riding. I think Santa Monica is a perfect example where you, you know, you ride from L.A. where you're allowed to ride on a sidewalk into Santa Monica where you're not allowed to ride on a sidewalk. Um, and there's no signs. All different kind of issues that come up all the time. And so, you know, how, do, how can we work as, as individual groups, you know, as a, how can we work together to get all of those cities to maybe think about having policies that are more similar? Yeah. So maybe it makes it easier for cyclists um, as they transition from one city to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully these, you know, regional chapters popping up and working together with, you know, the parent organization as a whole and all kind of getting on the same page will help their corresponding cities also work together and get uh, on the same page uh, to some degree, um, and, you know, and, and help move things of, forward. Which is kind of like the, the West Side Cog that we worked on closing those those gap closures, which is something we haven't actually talked about today, which was, uh, what, what cities are those, Alexis? It's... Um, it's uh, uh, Santa Monica, the uh, city of L.A., West Hollywood, Culver City, and um, Beverly Hills. And so those are those cities are all working together to try, and we worked on a an ad hoc bike uh, advisory committee to try to figure out how we could close the gaps in the infrastructure between those cities so that a cyclist can ride from downtown through West Hollywood, through Beverly Hills, through West Los Angeles, into Santa Monica, and have a complete... Uh, contiguous um, infrastructure to get them there if that's what they wanted. Yeah, not have one of those situations where you're happily riding along in a lane and then all of a sudden you're dumped into a you know seven-way intersection <laughs> with no lanes and cars speeding <laughs> all over the place and no idea where to go. And no sign that told you to turn, you know, three blocks back and you would have been okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, the great part of it, too, is then we not only have the advocates um, putting pressure maybe on some of the holdout cities, not to name me in Beverly Hills, um, but <laughs> you also have this other city saying, hey, we need to be working together on this. And maybe, I mean, the hope is with the West Side Cog that there's a little bit more pressure on a city like Beverly Hills to become more bike friendly because all the cities next door are doing this work and making it a priority. Right, and they they become a black hole if they don't if they don't participate. And I mean, I know they're at the table, but according to Mark, who's really trying to push that, Mark Elliott. Right, Mark Elliott, who's really trying. He's he's a lone soldier over there trying to make things happen. And uh, I guess it's the last email I got from him today uh, in brief was that there's now two two ideas that are going to happen on Santa Monica Boulevard. One good one and one that's just like going to dump the bike stuff just out the window. Mm. So Yeah. And so I think that's important for, for folks that are listening. You know, if you ride or you live in Beverly Hills and um, you want to see Beverly Hills be more bike friendly, definitely get involved with Better Bike Beverly Hills. Um, and if you can turn out to those meetings, the more folks that turn out to those Beverly Hills uh, city council meetings, the better. The more uh, people will listen, the more, the, yeah, the more you show up and, and just, just be there, just be informed. That's really what we're asking is just be informed. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it, 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 with every city that I deal with, and I, I know you guys deal with this in each of your own cities, each of the local chapters, but the more folks that we have that just turn out, even if it's just one or two people, that makes a difference at a city hall meeting. When they hear from people um, about an issue or they hear support from people for a certain issue that maybe they're wavering on, it, it does have a big impact. And for every one person that shows up, you're kind of representing like another hundred people that probably feel the same way that you do. Yeah. Uh, and so if we get 10 people to show up to a meeting, that makes a big impact. 
Yep, carrying definitely. their helmets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> or some sort of bike-related accoutrement that makes it obvious they're cyclists. <laughs> or speaking, yeah. Yeah, um, I think, if you have kids, yeah. bring your kids. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's important to stress that Put them to work. even Put them if to you work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. even if you don't live uh, in a particular city, um, if there's an important topic that's come up for discussion or legislation or something like that, that you know, it helps for you to go to that city and make an appearance as well. I know if you can, yes, yeah, certainly. There was an issue with Culver City and the Expo Line, and them losing some of their bike infrastructure at the new Expo stations. Um, they really put kind of put out an SOS to the other regional chapters um, and just the bike gen- community in general for help. You know, to to send to send support and, and you know and rally think- behind it. And so having kind of that backbone of the regional chapters, we were able to put that same message out to all of our members, you know, and, and stuff that happens there in the Expo Line in Culver City affects people in all the surrounding cities, um, and, you know, all the way, I mean, if you want to expo from, I don't know, the Valley to Santa Monica, like, it affects you if you want to bring your bike anywhere yeah. along the line, so. Just getting that support, the mutual support with the with the different chapters and putting out that letter made the difference and maybe maybe helped get make them pay more attention to getting that bike uh, infrastructure back in that that station at Robertson which yeah. is important. Yeah, I think it definitely helped and and I think that's one of the strengths of the regional partnership is that you know we can support each other at the local level but then also with issues like Expo where it's a really that's a regionally significant type of project and and if as you said it affects the whole county no matter where you live if you want to eventually be able to take the light rail the improvements and enhancements that are made there are going to affect your whole commute. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. being able to speak to that, to those type of transit authorities and Metro on those kind of issues and, and um, get together on that. So I'll give my plug <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for next week. If folks are able to turn out to the Metro board meeting on Thursday at noon, um, they're going to be discussing ordering new trains. And it's really important for cyclists to turn out and talk about the need to make sure that any new trains that are ordered are going to accommodate bicycles so they don't have to go in later and, like, mm-hmm. redo it, you know, like, from yeah. day one, they're made to yeah. uh, uh, be accessible for cyclists and, and to have some kind of way of securing your bicycle so that um, you can sit down you know, right. for, like, yeah. 45 minutes. Um mm-hmm. So I've stood many times out, from that downtown. That meeting is at so. noon at the Metro headquarters, which is like one gateway plaza in downtown L.A., um, and it's the operations subcommittee, I believe, that's going to be discussing it. They All right, always, so we'll look, you can always look for that on LACBC's website, which is la-bike.org, and the information will be there. And now, Alexis, you're the planning and policy director for LACBC, the third one, I believe, and you are also on the board at the California Bike Coalition, and that's also something that just our regional chapters are working with CalBike? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, California Bicycle Coalition is been around for a couple of years, and it, it, it kind of went through. We're going. We're, what we're calling is this last two years is our relaunch. We're really trying to get back off the ground um, and have some strong campaigns at the state level and, and really develop stronger relationships with local um, coalitions and local cycling clubs. Um, I think that. Uh, in the past, the California Bike Coalition really uh, functioned almost like a local coalition where they wanted individual membership. But 
at the state level, it's really more important to be, I mean, we want the local membership is still important, but it's really important to have local advocacy groups and local bike clubs support the California Bike Coalition because they're going to be doing a lot of the work that we face as local advocates in our communities, the stuff that needs to change at the state level. And so by having, by supporting strong state representation, we can hopefully see the changes that are going to make it better for us cycling in the urban environments, suburban and rural environments. Um, you know, obviously, three-foot law is one that we, we pushed last year. You know, that came out of L.A. and Mayor Villaraigosa and the California Bike Coalition helped to carry that, and they're organizing around it again this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll be more successful um, with Jerry Brown. You know, it went through <laughs> both the Assembly and the Senate last year. We had strong support, but fortunately, when it got to the governor's desk, it didn't do so well. So but, uh, you know, this year, it's the, the wording has changed a little bit. Um, and hopefully we can see that, that that pass through. But one of the things which is really wonky that is really exciting um, that we pushed through last year was getting two bicycle and pedestrian advocates, um, well, engineers, actually. Not, they're, they're not advocates. They're engineers um, appointed to the California Traffic Control Devices Committee, uh, which sounds super abstract and wonky. And, like, what does that have to do with me at the local level? But um, the importance of that is that committee decides um, the type of things that can be painted on the ground. So they're the committee that approved Sharrows a long time ago. They're the committee that um, looks at, you know, can we have buffered bike lanes? How should buffered bike lanes work? Can we do uh, protected uh, bike lanes? And the type of signage that goes either along the road or on the street, you know, the bikes may use full lane. That's something that they approve. So that committee wields a lot of power about the type of um, infrastructure improvements we can have to make it safer for cycling. And there has never been representation from cyclists on that committee. It's always been AAA. Um, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the, the League of Cities has folks. So um, John Fisher, who is the head of or was the head of geometric design for the city of L.A., was on that committee. And so it's, it's Caltrans, you know, it's, it's more engineers, but then they had AAA on that committee. And so we really felt like, well, if AAA is on this committee, there should really be bicycle, pedestrian, and um, ADA representation on there as well. I mean, why is AAA getting to decide how right. the roadway works for all of us in California when there's more than just vehicles that use the road? There's pedestrians and cyclists. Um, so that's really exciting that there's now two two committee members who are engineers who are very much focused on bicycle and pedestrian um, interests. Yay, Calbike. Yeah, so they're going to work for us there. And then one of the other initiatives we're pushing through this year to add to that is really creating um, a process so it's going to be easier for cities to implement that innovative infrastructure that a lot of us want to see, the buffered bike lanes, protected bike lanes, bike boxes, um, and that, you know, what what is in the National Association of City Transportation Organizations Guide, the NACO Guide. Um, so that, that, that's AB 819. Um, and, and that is in the assembly right now, I believe. And, and CalBike's going to be hosting a special um, event up in Sacramento pretty soon for um, legislative offices and Caltrans officials to come and learn more about the NACO guide and all those different types of infrastructure improvements and their benefits to um, creating healthier, more thriving streets and streets that invite people of all ages out to out to ride bicycles. So and we're hoping that that's something that can be done so it, it would make it easier for cities to implement that, in, that innovative infrastructure. Yeah, so simple, it's, people who might be listening is like, what was all of that? 
That's yeah, a lot of like, no, 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 no. It's true. I mean, some it, no, it's oh, they true. Can, they can rewind and <laughs> right. Play but again. it's 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 that's it. It's important to note that all those things. It's like a synergy. We have the regional chapters that are working with under LACBC's umbrella, and we have now that we have the California Bike Coalition, which all of the different coalitions and groups and clubs and personal members, individual members in the in the state, can actually work to make. That cre- they help create the infrastructure that we actually need to use and support at a local level. So it's all it's all interrelated, and sometimes it's stuff that you don't see happening. But if there aren't people like these groups working on it, they won't happen. And exactly. so it's it's so important just to support your local group and the 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 national groups like like adventure cycling, and it's it's. It's it it's all over the place, but it it all works together, and and uh, we need everybody's support. We need to get on board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> simple way to simplify it, make it easy. And I'll say on the adventure cycling front, I think one of the things that's that's really neat uh, with folks that are, are into adventure cycling and what they do, providing their maps and providing guidance for folks that want to tour. You know, there's a whole. I know folks are probably all all knowledgeable about creating the sort of state bike interstate system. Um, but but some of those ro- uh, routes, you know, Pacific the Pacific Coast Trail, PCH, but then also Route 66. And I think there's like Route 90. Right. I can't remember. Yeah, but there's... you know, those are streets that they're another ally that's going to hopefully help us work with cities to improve the um, infrastructure, improve the signage, the wayfinding signage, the to safety make those routes, and the speeds. Um, yeah. You know, tourist destinations for people all over the country and all over the world to want to come and bike and historic Route 66. Um, there's actually a really great article in Smithsonian like a month ago about biking Route 66. Um, and there's a whole... Well, it's about Route 66 in general, but the guy talked about riding it on bicycle through Arizona. Um, and so I think we're, you know, we, we're going to see more people doing that that type of thing. And, and if we can, we can work, uh, have our cities work together and we can work together as local advocates to, um, again, I'm going to go back to Beverly Hills because Santa Monica Boulevard is Route 66. <laughs> It's really bad. <laughs> so we can have one more ally to help us get Santa Monica, get Beverly Hills on board. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Which the, is part of Route 66. So wait, it's like, Santa Monica Boulevard yeah. is part of Route 66. Yeah. It goes know. all the way to the Santa Monica Pier. That's where it ends. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. this is a whole, this needs to be a collaboration of cities if we want to have this Route 66 route, which is one of the routes that Adventure Cycling is working on right now. Yeah. They're spearheading a coalition of groups that, are working on the U.S. bicycle route system, the USBRS. Um, they're working with the government and states and, and all the involved parties to really define and develop a nationwide network of bike systems. Um, and not only is it great for local cycling, but it's great for bike touring, which is a whole other segment of cycling that we haven't really talked about. And a but whole other show. It's on the yeah. rise. Yeah, we do a whole show on bike tourism. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. on the rise, and uh, they're responsible for a lot of good um, work in that area, including trying to get rid of rumble strips, which are extremely dangerous for cyclists. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right. Thank you, Alexis. Anything else you want to add? You're welcome. Well, um, I encourage folks, if they haven't already, go ahead and get registered for River Ride. I believe registration is open, and the earlier registered, cheaper the ride is. Woo-hoo. River Ride. And that's June 10th, LACBC's <laughs> yes. big fundraiser. You can Yay. do anywhere from a... ways off, but uh, always good to have on your radar. <laughs> and, of course, stick with you April 15th. Everybody come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about oh, that soon. What? Run up. Doesn't. Bike what? Oh, breaking up. Say that again. Um, 
Can you hear me okay? Am I breaking up? Now, now go no, ahead. Is, uh, I'm also on the steering committee for Los Angeles Walk, which is a, a pedestrian advocacy group we're getting of off the ground. <laughs> and um, we are having our first fundraiser on April 21st at um, Atwater's Crossings, which is over in Atwater Village. And it's um, from 7 to 11 p.m., and it's going to be a karaoke fundraiser, all walking songs, all your favorite songs with the word walk in them. <laughs> all right. I don't know about that, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll promote it. I think I have to wash my hair that night. <laughs> but I encourage people to come out. Uh, you know, making, making Los Angeles more pedestrian-friendly as well as bike-friendly is, is equally important, and a lot of our issues overlap. Definitely. Uh, especially yeah. when it comes to hit and runs safety and, and things like that. So. Streets that are safe for pedestrians are safe for everyone, and so we need to default or do, do to the to the defer. most vulnerable use. Yeah, defer to the most vulnerable user, and uh, yeah. that's our pedestrians. Improvements in all areas improve it for everybody. Yeah. So. All users. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, that's that was my plug. So okay. thanks so much, guys. Awesome. All right. Have a good rest of the show. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alexis. Bye. Bye. Okay. Good night. And now we're going to talk to Joe Litton, and you're on the phone, Joe. Hi. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Mr. Ciclavia. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them. There's a lot of folks who make Ciclavia happen, and, and uh, some of us work, and some of us are volunteers, and, and uh, it takes a lot. It takes a huge amount. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around the scope of what you had to do to get the first one done. Well, and it's, I should say also it's a huge partnership between sort of bicyclists, environmentalists, and event producers on, on the nonprofit side that I work for, and then a huge cast of city staff from the DOT and the police department and fire and sanitation and staff, and the mayors really marshaled those forces. So there's, there's yeah, it, it's, well, it's a big undertaking, and there's about 100,000 people work, and we're coming up on a new event uh, April 15th that everyone should come to. And then we're looking to expand, hopefully in 2013, with uh, what we think will be two new routes. We'll keep doing that central route that's kind of downtown, Boa Heights, Koreatown, East Hollywood. And then um, we're talking to a bunch of different areas. And it sounds like you guys are interested in Santa Monica. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Aaron at uh, the Complete Streets Conference, and he was uh, talking about going uh, to this our Santa Monica Festival, which is May 19th, having a booth there to try to inspire uh, a group of people to work on a route in that area for next year. Well, I know there's, you know, you and a number of other folks have been uh, talking about Ciclavia and Santa Monica and working with the city and Something that we've been looking at, um, in part under a grant with the county public health department, is to look at uh, to look at new routes connecting to, to additional neighborhoods. We're t- we're talking with a bunch of different folks from uh, Pomona, Long Beach, and San Fernando. But on the the sort of route that I'm excited about on the on the west side of LA, um, I think could be sort of perpendicular to beach. Could could um, uh, I'll start on the inland end of it. Could connect with like the Expo Line in Culver City or um, South LA, Lamert Park potentially. Um, connect through Culver City, Venice, and you know Santa Monica, and sort of um, you know bring. It'll be, I think it'd be good for a summer month one because it'll be <laughs> it'll be cooler right. on the coast than it is inland. Um, mm. But uh, but it's all it's going to take you know businesses and bicyclists. And elected officials and 
um, you know, city staff, all working together to make it happen. So we're and we're we're just starting some of those discussions, and yeah, folks should come to the Santa Monica Festival and and find out more. And if you're interested, um, you know, check in at the booth at Santa Monica Festival or email us. You can email info at ciclavia.org. That's c i c l a v i a dot o r g. <laughs> it's going to reach a point where it's going to be almost impossible to ride the whole route during the hours of Ciclavia. Yeah, so and that's and that's great. So you know, Guadalajara, Mexico, does 55 miles every Sunday. Um, <laughs> Bogota, Colombia, does 80 miles every Sunday. And yeah, people, it, it turns into just uh, it's just like, hey, we're going to church. Let's hop on our bikes, you know, because it's Sunday and the the these streets are safe and fun. Um, so probably next year we'll be doing unconnected routes. So we'll do we'll keep doing this kind of 10 mileish route in you know in and around downtown LA and then we'll add a new route like five or six or seven miles in you know on the west side or on the you know in the valley or who who knows it's going to depend on who's excited about it and um, what you know who's who's eager to bring us there and then um, and then we'll do those on different we'll probably do them like monthly in different you know in different locations so that's going to be great a little bit similar. So San Francisco does it eight or nine times a year, and they have like four or five different routes, and they kind of circle around and they repeat some routes, and they and they do some routes once a year. So, and they're hoping to connect up someday. <laughs> someday we'll have the umbrella of Ciclavia Los Angeles. Will it really be will be Ciclavia the entire county? Yeah, I I you know I think it's I think it'll be great to I think early on it'll work best to have them separate. So if we have a Westside Ciclovia on the same day as a downtown one, we'll like split the crowds. And so I think initially you know whatever we'll do April in downtown and May in in Santa Monica and you know July in Long Beach and August in the Valley or something like that, and then again downtown or something. So. so yeah, we'll we'll work up to that. We need to raise money. We need to yeah. Raise, <laughs> That's uh, that one that one little caveat. <laughs> yeah, money and political support. But yeah, it seems to be heading in that direction. I remember when they plat when we passed our bike plan in Santa Monica, a lot of the thing uh, several questions were asked by the council members. Well, what about these Ciclavia things? And why can't we bring Ciclavia to Santa Monica? And I want that elevated to a higher priority within our bike plan. So that was uh, the council is already eager to see something like that happen in Santa Monica. So we're going to be looking, we're going to be supporting that definitely, and uh, the Santa Monica Festival is going to be the first public uh, uh, venue that we have to actually reach out to the community to get um, you know signups for support and working on a route and so on and so forth. Are you going to be there? Uh, what's the date again? It's May nineteenth. It's May nineteenth. I'll probably be there for a shift. I mean, I know some of the community arts resources folks, Aaron and his staff, will be out there for sure. All right. Well, we, that's you're going to come and visit our bike exhibition where we have all those bikes set up oh, all cool. different ways. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for talking to us, Joe. Thank you, and Joe. You're doing really good work, as you know. Yes, you're <laughs> awesome. We love you. Love you, man. Well, thanks. <laughs> some of my favorite people too. And Santa Monica's, you know, already a great place to bike and is getting better and better. So, and Ciclovia will only, you know, propel those efforts. To a whole new level. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Thanks to you and a lot of your and all the efforts of all the many, many volunteers at Ciclavia. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. You soon. Thanks.
Okay, and now we're on the phone with Damien from L.A. Streets Blog. Thing. Hi. Hey, hey how are hey, you? Damien. Good, how are you? Great. Doing awesome. Man. How's your cape? <laughs> <laughs> it's doing well. It's doing well. The weather was nice enough today that I was... Uh, I was uh, I had it out and I was thinking, hmm, today? No, not today. But yeah, soon. a little too hot. What? Damien has a cape that his wife made him. That it's a gray cape. That's what it has. Streets blog on it or the yeah, the logo. It's, it's got streets blog written on the back and the streets blog font. It was a running gag in the family. Whatever. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? I always said a cape. And so one year, <laughs> last year actually, they made me one for Father's Day. They. Uh, a woman from my church actually helped my wife stitch it together, and it's really, it's really nice. Didn't you wear it to Siglavia last year? I wore it to Siglavia and toward the fat. I wore it. Uh, <laughs> I wore it when the... we did our our family ride for um for a bike month. And the and, uh, the uh, Santa yeah. Monica Veggie Grill Siglavia fundraiser. Yeah, he wore it for that. Yeah. That's the first yes, time I, I did. saw it. Yes, we wore it to the Siglavia fundraiser. <laughs> we're doing a uh, we're doing a ride in South LA next week. Uh, with the East Side Riders, which is a pretty hardcore, tough bike group, and uh, we're, we're going to be taking a tour of their area and then into Watts, and I think I'm going to leave the cape at home for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no, man. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. <laughs> you got to represent the cape. All right, so back on where, um, obviously, we're centering on Santa Monica on this show, and L.A. Streets Blog now has a new article that's been, or a new um, series of articles launched for Santa Monica. Yeah, we're, we're we're really excited about it. Uh, this is a year where we're sort of taking the, the the streets blog brand and sort of those those exciting wonky stories about what go on at city meetings and you know hours of research and who can and can't put what into a bike lane and all that stuff. And instead of just doing those, we're trying to get into communities more, into the communities in Greater Los Angeles more, and take you know that framework that we have, the the core systems and beliefs that we have and try to apply them locally. And earlier in the year, we launched regular articles in South L.A. and Boyle Heights, and then just this week, we had our first article from Gary Cavanaugh um, in what's going to be a weekly series about Santa Monica. Sweet. And so we're really excited about it. Uh, until, uh, if I was going to track our analytics, until earlier today, Gary's article was our, our most read article of the week, until an article um, about uh, walking bike lanes and LAPD bike stings. Knocked it out, but we were really excited about it. You know, we didn't do, uh, we didn't go out and do all our press releases and that for it yet. We wanted to wait till there was a couple articles, but it's, he's already, articles are already really performing well. And Gary's such a great guy and great writer that it's, it's sort of super easy to, to, to bring him on board. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, we're looking forward to that and having, uh, I mean, because you've had, prior to this, you've had um, Carter Rubin has written. I mean, we've had some articles in there, but now we have actually a weekly article that we can look forward to that's going to be Santa Monica-centric. Yeah, Carter's written some stuff. And the thing was, when we were doing, whenever we wrote articles about a city that wasn't Los Angeles, usually the point of the article was to uh make the case to some L.A. city department that they needed to be copying it. So, for example, we did a small series of articles around Bike It Day in Santa Monica, which is a student-run uh, bike-to-school day that literally is in every school in Santa Monica and gets, like, th- literally thousands of kids. They have to rent bike racks to fill up. That's right. Kids yeah. bring stuff. We pull in uh, bike so, racks from all over the city. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable day. So we did a small series around that, but the 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 – as much, as much fun as it was to cover it, and as much fun as the young ladies who, who helped uh, organize the day, who do most of the work, had that we did the article with them and all that. The real reason we did the article was to be like, hey, Los Angeles, 
you know, LAUSD, you got to start getting on board with this. Santa Monica's, you know, biking circles around you. But these articles by Gary are different. These articles are aimed at a Santa Monica audience. Right. Um, and so that's going to be the sort of the big difference between street, previous streets blog coverage of Santa Monica and what Gary's going to be doing. And then your fundraiser is going to be, you want to tell us about that? Sure. Uh, the articles um, articles are going to be are funded by in two parts. One is uh, uh, Bike Center in Santa Monica uh, made a pretty large advertising buy with us. It's going to cover a year's worth of ads. Uh, and we, uh, wow. we're very thankful for that. <laughs> Um, we, uh, okay. those, those ads just actually went up this week with Gary's articles, and that's a coincidence timing-wise. But those, um, but sort of to fill out the rest of it, the library outhouse uh, on Main Street in Santa Monica is holding a fundraiser for us. They do, they do these regularly. I think they're doing one with Santa Monica Spoke this year, and they've done, they do their December ones with the Bike Coalition, where... And then, and Tuesday, Sustainable the Streets, of of, yeah, sustain, Sustainable Streets also has one. So, yeah, they run uh, the last Tuesday... Last a month. Yeah, is, um, is and, a... 10% of the proceeds go to some nonprofit organization, and this month, uh, March 27th, is going to be us. So we need uh, to go out and support L.A. Streets Blog and our Santa Monica article at L.A. Li- at Library Ale House on... March 27th. We'll be there all day. We'll have, we have two options going that day. One is sort of a hodgepodge of, of people that support Streets Blog that have donated, donated stuff. We have kind bars, boxes of kind bars, and a monthly <laughs> big blue bus pass and some swag from LACDC and from Cycle. Uh, and we'll also have a um, New Belgium Brewing like swag bag with like T-shirts and frisbees and a backpack and stuff. Sweet. Uh, I went out while they were doing the clearance sale and bought a really cool, uh, authentic flying pigeon single-speed road bike uh, last weekend. And it is, wow. it is a beautiful bike, and we're going to auction mm. that off. All, or excuse me, raffle. Auctions are illegal unless you have the proper paperwork. <laughs> so we're going to raffle that off. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to raffle that, both those things, both sort of the, the sort of swag bag raffle, you know, and the bike raffle. Because, you know, we, we put them all together, but everyone says, what if the person that wins the bike doesn't, you know. Right, that's them. what happened last year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really cool. The bike is really, it's really gorgeous. Uh, I haven't, I had to make a special effort not to ride it because I'm sure if I, if I, if I I'd, I'd pop a tire or something, like something bad would happen to it. So. Employees of Streets Blog not eligible to win. Uh, so uh, employees and board, and board of directors, and, and family members of Streets Blog. <laughs> well, thank you for talking to us, and great stuff you're doing. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and see you and um, read you are, your articles and I uh, can't wait to see you read Gary's article I haven't seen it yet and everybody come out on March 27th and it's support it's also my cat's birthday on the 20, March 27th so. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday okay, well, that, that, that takes cat. the cake if you want to celebrate Damien's cat's birthday and you want to support LA Street's mm-hmm. blog come out to Library L House on the 27th Santa Monica Spoke will be there and I'm sure um, Bike Center and all kinds of other LACBC, so come out and support bikes and be, and there. be there. And yay! And two words, Damien, cat cape. That's- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I asked. They won't let me bring the cat to the bar for the day. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks for co- talking to us. Thanks, Damien. Oh, no thanks. thanks, guys. It's always good to be on Bike Talk. Yay. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Sure. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, and now we're going to move on to talking to the regional groups. And the first one up is Katie from Walk Bike Glendale, one of our regional chapters. Hi, Katie. Hi. 
Hello. Hey, Katie. So we've just been talking about Santa Monica. Why don't you, we're running, we're actually running short on time, but we would love to hear a little bit of what's going on in Glendale. Sure, no problem. So uh, Walk by Glendale is a fairly new group up in the area, and we've been focusing on uh, helping uh, come alive the new bicycle master plan um, that was designed by Ryan Snyder and Associates. He's done like master plans for a lot of cities out in the L.A. County. And so a lot of his suggestions include road diets, um, sharrows, some interesting, innovative things, including uh, possibly uh, capping the Verdugo wash. So the first success we've had, it was about, I think it was about a month ago, um, the city council voted to do a test road diet up on Honolulu. Um, That was a great success, and we got a lot of people out. So, um, yeah, we've gotten some good momentum. Also, our mayor is incredible. She bikes everywhere, and she's a huge advocate, so that really helps out, too. Nice. That's great. Now, mm-hmm. you're, you are, Glendale's hosting the LCI training course this past weekend or this weekend, right? You know, I know that some of my compatriots in Walk by Glendale are doing that, although I am not one of them. Um, my... Uh, from Natalie and I believe Rye and a couple of others are doing the LCI course, but I am not, so I couldn't speak directly to that. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So that's too bad, but I'm hopefully you will. <laughs> um, the the LCI it's a teacher training course, and there um, it, yeah. it's in being held in Glendale. And I know there were several people from Walk by Glendale that were taking it, and <laughs> LACBC is I think part of the sponsors. Uh, making that happen. So that'll be exciting because the more teachers we have out there, the more classes we can teach and the more people we get out there cycling uh, appropriately to the road space. Mm, Right, Uh yeah. It's really important. I think that a lot of people feel like cyclists, or they're afraid of cyclists, so the more cyclists can help motorists feel comfortable with them, the, the more we can over the streets. <laughs> right. It's it's being predictable on a bicycle. It's a, a lot of people, it's, you know, people talk about cyclists being afraid of cars. I think a lot of cars are very uneasy around cyclists. They don't know what they're going to do. And when yeah. you're predictable on a bike, that makes a huge difference on the acceptance of the motorized traffic to accepting you on the roadway. And I think that's important also. So Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think we've been working on a public education campaign as well to help motorists understand the rights of bicyclists. Right. It's such a two-way thing, and, you know, a lot of motorists just are misinformed about what cyclists can and can't do, so they just get nervous. So I think more education is better. Uh, Yes, definitely. I found that when, or we found that uh, at Spoke and in Santa Monica when we were uh, passing our bike plan and having all our open meetings, that one of the highest priority of the community was education. And that was not just education for cyclists, that it it was education for motorists and having signage and for cyclists so that everybody knows what that shared space, what is expected of them and when they when they participate in that shared space. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I ride my bike into work and there's a stretch of Verdugo that has the newly minted sharrows and it's funny i ride with some friends and my one friend says that she she doesn't even feel like the sharrows are effective she doesn't even know what they are and she's a cyclist herself Mm -hmm. so i just feel like there's a lot of not even necessarily misinformation just radio silence when it comes to bike rights and bike and pedestrian um you know rules of the road so i don't know i'm i'm hoping to 
to steer Walk by Glendale to doing more public education and um, communications work. But I really hope that we see more of it just all throughout the city and the county because we have to, you know, work together. Nobody works in a vacuum. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's the what the whole impetus of those whole regional groups is everybody working together. And now you'll have LCIs within your within your ranks. So you're going to it's going to be easier to to uh, have those classes and sponsor them yourselves. And with LACBC um, doing the same thing. And uh, yeah, it's 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 spreading like wildfire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I definitely feel it whenever I'm out on the road. I feel like I see more and more cyclists. In Glendale and, and downtown and, you know, wherever I am, I feel like there, there's this growing um, excitement about it. And I'm, I'm grateful to be part of a group and a really positive group to help bring about that change in my neighborhood. That's awesome. Well, thank you for talking to us. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, you know, just everybody, if you up, live up in Glendale or if you ride through Glendale, visit us at walkbikeglendale.org. We also have a Facebook page and a Twitter feed, and uh, we're going to be doing some education about our bicycle master plan. Oh, and we also have a monthly meeting happening next Monday, so come join us. Find out what's going on. Awesome. So join them in Glendale if you live out that way. All right, mm-hmm. Katie. Nice talking to you. Yeah, Sam. Thanks, thanks so much. Thanks, All right. Katie. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so now we just finished talking to uh, Bike Like Glendale, and now we're going to move on to our next regional chapter, which is Tess Lotta over at the West Hollywood Bicycle Coalition. Hello, Tess. Hey, Cynthia. Hey, Brian. Hi, Nicholas. Hey, hey. How you doing? I'm doing good, just, uh, you know, powering through tax season. (laughs) It's a busy, busy time. Yeah, totally. Yes. Well, isn't Bike Talk fun? It's fun. Sure. How's, how's, so you're, you're busy with tax season and you've got something very special coming up that you're going to tell us about, don't you? Yeah, we have the Bikes, Ballads, and Beers Benefit Show for the West Hollywood Bicycle Coalition. And say and that, that again, say that again, because that's, that's a great title. <laughs> uh, bikes, Ballads, and Beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a raging good time. It is. It's actually at this really cool um, little uh, kind of pub in mid-Wilshire called The Little Bar, and they have a great selection of taps and craft beers and really cool people. And the owner, Angelo, and uh, the event manager there, Tracy, uh, hooked us up with a venue, and we have uh, lots of cool local bands, singer-songwriters, Tracy Perrin, uh, triple Chicken Foot, and that's uh, Ben and Kelly and Mike from the Bicycle Kitchen, and Hello Dragon, and Xylo Waves, and then Dave and I, and we go by Quality Audio. So we're all nice. playing, and this is March 15th at the Little Bar, and uh, doors open at 7, it's 5 bucks. Great raffle prizes from uh, iMartin Bikes, a couple restaurants in West Hollywood, L.A. Iwerks gave us a pair of uh, really cool, uh, expensive sunglasses to raffle. So (laughs) we've got some cool stuff, and it's going to be really fun. And you can find out information at wehopebike.org and get all the the scoop on what time and where and address and all that. And all the fun stuff. stuff. Sweet. Yeah. So what else is going on? Just real quickly, we're, I mean, we've already gone over our two hours, so we've been, like, you know, chatting up a storm over here. But uh, they can't shut us up. Yeah. Yes. No, we must talk. Like, well, basically, quickly, 
we just uh, got through city council uh, five uh, projects um, that were off the original bicycle task force recommendations, including updating bike parking requirements, a request a rack program, uh, working diligently for a future improvement project, getting some bike lanes on San Vicente, and uh, um, also, as you know, uh, continuing to offer bicycle, because uh, you both are uh, league certified instructors, uh, yeah. continuing to offer free Confident City Cycling classes through Sustainable Street uh, in West Hollywood, and that's uh, going through the year, and you can find out about those classes uh, on Sustainable Streets' website. So, right. yeah, good stuff. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, that is our most concise phone call so far. They've all been so fun. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it's getting late. It's getting long. And we're, that's we're, right. we're just finding stuff to talk about that's so awesome that we can't stop. Can't stop. That's right, baby. Well, thank you so much for the time. And, and you, uh, everybody make it out on March 15th to Little Bar. Check out wehopebike.org for the info. And thank you, Nicholas. And thank you both, Cynthia and Brian, for giving us some time. All right, Tess, I'm going to see you there, I hope. Thank you. Yay. All right. Well, have a great night, you guys. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you on Thursday. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. 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 Okay, now we're moving on to our next regional chapter, and we have Wes on the phone from Bike SGV. I just said it wrong, didn't I? (laughs) Bike. That's right. SGV. San Gabriel Valley. Yes, Bike SGV. Awesome. Uh yeah, that's right. Bike San Gabriel Valley. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hey, hey. So we're just going through the regional chapters and checking in as many as we can find. It's getting late, so we're not getting everybody. But um, how are you guys doing out there? And we just met you the first, that no, wasn't the first time at the last meeting, but it was uh, one of the first times we saw you there. How long has your chapter been around? So our chapter, um, well, became an official chapter under LACBC in May of last year. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So it's it's gone by really fast. But we were officially a group beforehand and just more informal up until that point. Sweet. That's happened with a lot of the groups where they kind of start off ambiguously. and Or not ambiguously, but they're doing something and then just one day it happens and then things start to change and click and fall into place and it's uh it's a good thing yeah i think it's been a wonderful opportunity for a lot of the groups because it, it is a huge leap to become a self-sustaining nonprofit and um having the the support of the, the wider county you know the LA county bike coalition has been a great great model yeah, uh, we were kind of talking about that earlier that's one thing we really haven't touched on is the fact that um as regional chapters of the Bike Coalition, we fall under the umbrella of LACBC's 501c3 status. So we can uh, fundraise and we can do all the things that uh, 501c3 does, uh, but we don't have to file the papers. LACBC takes care of all of that, and uh, they uh, do all our paperwork. So they essentially act as the fiscal sponsor for all of these regional groups and it, it like Wes said this is it's a big load off and it's a big help to a lot of groups to be able to do something like that collect money and and uh, fundraise and and uh, have money to to do stuff in there in right in the community right we get to focus more on the fun stuff and less on the paperwork which <laughs> we all appreciate exactly and it's it's a lot of paperwork I just some of the groups 
were looking at it and they were like, wow, that that's it's a taxes and you have to hire accountants and you know that's all that that's not the stuff that that uh, we have the money for when we're on a small community based group. And it's really not a good. I would well, I don't know about not a good, but it's it's a difficult. Uh, strain on resources when you don't have that many to work with. So what are the fun things that you are, are working on out there in San Gabriel Valley? Well, there's an, a bunch of stuff going on right now. Our big goal for 2012 is actually to secure some funding um, to pull off a regional bike plan like the South Bay did in 2010 and 2011. Nice. And wow. So we've been approaching a bunch of cities actually right now. There are a couple of different grant opportunities coming up in the next month or two. And we have a number of cities in the Sangreal Valley that have zero bike infrastructure. They've never had a bike plan. And uh, rather than try to have to tackle each individually, we're hoping to get a regional plan off the ground just because there's so many. There are 28 communities in uh, San Gabriel Valley. They're so, again, they're again like South Bay. They're very close and overlapping. Right, and pretty much anyone who rides in our area doesn't just ride in their own little town. So it, we cross multiple cities in the course of any any ride, or just going from one community to the next. You're just going to the store can take you into the next community, right? Right. Yeah. Totally. So, um, however, there is a, there has been some movement in, in individual communities, which we've been supporting and actively championing. Um, South Pasadena is probably at the forefront. Uh, they passed a really great bike plan last year, and they've started to implement uh, in the last couple months. And there's some more uh, set to be uh, some more lanes, for example, set to be striped. This month, they also uh, staff right now is researching an anti uh, a bicyclist anti harassment ordinance. Oh, that's great! It, yeah, based on the city of LA, so that's set to come back in the next month or two. We've heard sometime soon, and uh, we're obviously hoping that that can help generate some additional momentum for more of those policies in in our area. That's here. Great. Do you have any fun rides coming up or anything like that? Oh. There, we are collaborating with uh, a couple other groups um, in our area. The Rails to Trails Conservancy has been doing a lot of work around the Emerald Necklace, <laughs> people out on bikes. And there's another group based out of uh, Baldwin Park uh, called Cyclotopia. And, uh, <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so they, they're doing a big ride. They're going to do three rides on the uh, uh, San Gabriel River and Rio Hondo. Uh, river path, uh, big loop is about 20 miles around, and uh, the first one's coming up on Mar Sunday, March 25th, and there'll be one a month in the spring. Oh, nice! Yeah, so the, it's nice to have the fun rides because that gets the people out. And when you don't have to organize each one yourself, it certainly helps because it's, as you probably know, a lot of work. Right. Yeah. So especially right now, as we're trying to focus on the policy stuff as well and getting funding for that is just taking time away from doing more of the fun event stuff. Yeah, we've definitely gone through and are still going through that over in Santa Monica where you're trying to focus on getting a bike plan passed, and but you want to still keep people engaged and uh, coming to the group, and you need fun stuff to get them to do that as well. It's hard. Yeah, especially when all everyone in our group, I mean, we're all obviously all volunteer-driven and we all have full-time jobs, so it, there's only so many hours in the day as much as we'd love to do um, 
you know, a lot more with the group. Uh, we, we have to kind of focus on a couple things. So true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to add or? Uh, I guess the other really big thing in the San Gabriel Valley to look forward to is Temple City is forging ahead with a, a complete overhaul of Rosemead Boulevard. Um, they have designed and cycle tracks and uh, protected bike lanes on Rosemead Boulevard. Wow. And that they've already secured funding for it, so it just needs to go to the council for final approval. There, It's part of a, a complete renovation of the street, which is will change the look of that city. So um, that, if it gets approved, which the council is very supportive of um, the cycling component in it, that could break ground in the late su- in late summer. We've heard, and conceivably, we could have our first cycle track in the San Gabriel Valley sometime in the late fall or winter. Wow! And for people who don't know, Rosemead Boulevard runs pretty much the length of the San Gabriel Valley, so that would be one city, and then we could knock off other ones and add them to it. Correct? That's correct. So it runs actually all the way down to the beach, I believe, to Huntington Beach. So it's a state highway, and they had to. The state had to relinquish the rights to the roadway, and Temple City took them over. So, uh, just to the south of that, you have Rosemead, and there, you know, there are a number of other communities. And Rosemead's starting to look at doing a bike plan now too. And uh, we think, in part, due to all the activity going on in Temple City right now, and how much uh, positive feedback they've gotten. And then I guess that would move right on to into Montebello, because the Montebello Montebello Bike Coalition has also been working on something, I believe, on Rosemead Boulevard. I might be wrong, but seems to me I've heard something about that. Yeah, as far as I know, they have a number of things that the city has moved forward with the bike feasibility study, and um, hopefully we'll, we'll be seeing them jump on as, as this becomes a reality. That sounds wonderful. That's kind of, I mean, we're kind of working on the same sort of thing on a much smaller scale. In Santa Monica, we have Lincoln Boulevard, which is Highway 1, and this, it's the same sort of thing. The state is uh, going to uh, relinquish the rights to the, the – and the city's going to take it over so that we can renovate it. So that will be one of our next things. But that, ours is not as close as yours is or, or even Temple City's. It's something that we're looking at on the horizon. So we'll lo- be looking to see what happens out there and see if we can learn anything from it. Yeah, hopefully it will be a catalyst for not only our region but also just – another model community in Ella County. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Wes. It's been good talking to you, and we'll see you at the next regional meeting or before. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for talking to everyone. Thank you. uh, Yeah. Come out to the SGV and ride. Yeah, we're going to have to make it out there, definitely. All right. All right, cool. Thanks, Wes. Bye. So now... We uh, are going on to not a regional group, but our own J.J. Hoffman from LACBC. And J.J. is pretty awesome, and she's going to tell us about some crazy, awesome stuff that just happened this past weekend, aren't you, J.J.? Awesome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Hey, J.J. We missed it because we were up north at at, uh, the North American Handmade Bike Show, which is a whole other show. We had tons of fun, but we were definitely thinking about what was going on down here. So tell us about it. Oh, we had our very first ever, and it won't be our last, Tour to Taste. And what the Tour to Taste was, we uh, took uh, um, uh, over 100 cyclists down Bayona Creek, 
Wow. Bikeway. And then when we got back to downtown Culver City, um, uh, LACBC parked everyone's bikes in their bike ballet, and everyone was free to roam around the city and, um, and also um, in our staging area and enjoy a little bit of this, a little bit of that from all of our restaurant sponsors. We had a large front grill there giving out mac and cheese and, a, and a, like an ice cream cone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had New Belgium Brews. We had Rosenthal mm, Wine. Dear. We had um, Pete's Cafe there with kombucha soup and vegetarian sliders and oh. Virgin Bloody Marys. We oh. had um, fantastic pasta from Pache and uh, food from Amo. We had sushi from Hikare and pizza. It was, just, it was wow. so much wow. fun. Now we're all hungry. Yeah. I know. Everyone was just stuffed. <laughs> That's one thing. So I mean, great. Cyclists eat a lot of food. We are good for the economy. We eat <laughs> yes, a lot of exactly. food. That well, is our you know, fuel. The, the, the ride combined three things I love, which is biking, eating, and drinking, and, you know, that was... You really can't what go wrong with that What more do you need? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's 12 miles of biking, so it was really nice, and then, you know, the nice sea air, and all the birds, uh, really, you know, you just built up just enough of an appetite to just... Notch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had some live music, and, um, and Bayona Creek Renaissance was there to tell us all about the history of of Bayona Creek and you know, oh, so what you had doing education. Right now. You had it's education fine. also then. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so this amazing. is going to be a new yearly ride, like River Ride. Yes, it is. It is. We're going to grow it, and um, you know, we really enjoyed Culver City. You know, Culver City is just it's a destination for. Um, it really for is e- for eaters. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and drinkers. <laughs> restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. There, it's, it's Do great. Do you like food? Eaters and drinkers. <laughs> yeah, eaters and drinkers. And bikes. You see mm-hmm. more bikes yeah. there all the time. It's much like, you know, it, we see bikes increasing in, in Santa Monica, which is where we live. But every time we go to Culver City, it's like, well, there's a bike, there's a bike, there's a bike. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, you know, it really is a great little, um, it's a great place to bike to and then park your bike and walk around. And yeah, everything's enjoy. close. And yeah. so we definitely want to do it there again, but we're also looking to... Um, just, you know, see what else is out there. Um, I, you know, I, when I first started working with the Bike Coalition, I, I started their ice cream rides for them. <laughs> and, um, you know, so this is sort of <laughs> right up my street. So, uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm eating, I'm eating Los Angeles. <laughs> nice. Eating nice. and biking Los Angeles. I am. Nice. So now that we have Tour de Taste, we have the 12th annual river ride coming up? Yes, the 12th annual Los Angeles River Ride. Um, we have a Mayan theme this year. It's the mm. ride to end the world, cause it's 2012. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. That's what that logo, that's what that's on there for. I couldn't get the yeah, sundial you, thing. You saw the you saw the Mayan calendar around the bird on the bike? Yes. Now yeah. I know. Okay. It's going to make a great T-shirt. You're going to have to have it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course, every participant gets a T-shirt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the usual cycling fun, you can do 100 miles, 70 miles, 50 miles, 36 miles, 15 miles. We've got a little kids' ride and a safety rodeo, kids 12 and under ride for free. So definitely bring the family. There's something for all ages, all abilities. Um, you know, as usual, it's fully supported. 
got SAG vehicles there and marshals um, to help you out if you're in a jam. Um, there's food all along the way and lots of food and <laughs> beverages and live music. <laughs> and, and raffles. <laughs> when you come and, back. And raffles, right? There's raffles. And raffles, yeah. yeah. We always raffle off um, lots of great prizes, bicycles, um, and, you know, who knows what else. We've just, we always have great things to raffle off. And um, we always, you know, for for years now, we've been able to give away um, bicycles to children who wouldn't normally, you know, be able to get a bicycle. And uh, so that's a nice thing that um, the River Ride is able to do. And we, you know, very grateful to um, our help at the county. The county supervisors are the reasons why we can do that. And, um, you know, the ride goes all the way from Griffith Park all the way down to Long Beach and and, and even to Seal Beach and back. So, you know, we ride through everybody's districts and they're, everybody's really supportive. It's just it's a great, great ride. Um, it's a fun day. It's definitely yeah. a fun day. And we always enjoy it. And this year there will be a booth for the regional chapters with various representatives of the you different know, groups of different groups yes. there to talk yes, about getting involved in your community and possibly starting up a new regional chapter or joining one that already exists. Yeah, which is so exciting because you know you know we are countywide and and finally with our regional chapters we're we're actually really being able to um, to do some all the fine detail work right um, yeah. in the various parts of the of the county. The local that's tweaking. So great. Yeah. Awesome. Bringing well, it all around. You're always <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's always awesome to talk to you and um when was the last time that we saw you was at uh something at Pitfire Pizza? Oh, it uh, was the, the volunteer party maybe? Party yeah, the volunteer, volunteer party. or Tour de Fat yeah. when you were dressed as Jesus, which was of course yeah. awesome. Jesus, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tour de Fat September 15th. Yes. Yeah. So we have eight, we have Sicilia on the fifteenth, and then we have uh, River Ride on June tenth. So mm-hmm. if you haven't signed June up 10th. already, go to la-bike.org and sign up. And if you're a member, it's less expensive, and you support your local bike coalition by joining. Hey, and if you volunteer, it's free. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. We like free. We like free. <laughs> but we also like money. <laughs> All right. Okay, JJ, anything hey, else? Thanks. Hey, become a member, everybody out there. If you're not yes. a member, oh, why not? Yes, why not? You should be. <laughs> and if you have a regional <laughs> chapter, join it. we're funny. Yes, join the regional chapters. And if you don't have one, start one. Yay. Yay. Hey, for eat, bikes. eat your way across the county. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, it's been dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's great okay. talking to you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, so that was J.J. Hoffman from LACBC. She's wonderful. We love her. And uh, that's kind of going to wrap up our show. For most part, we had, we went, this is, uh, this Nick, is this your longest uh, bike talk show? It is. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. And here it was. We thought we wouldn't have enough to say. You had no idea what you were in for. Um, but it was such a it was such a thorough and comprehensive you know picture of of your you know what you what you know about what's going on what's going on it's what's amazing how when you start talking what's and you don't scratch on? the surface okay now we're we're all getting a little punchy. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Let's go. We're just started. Let's go. There's so there's there's so many little intricacies of of uh, what we're doing, and then it's all the same and simple at the same time. So I don't know. That meant there's a lot of nothing, but there's a lot of good stuff going on in terms of bikes right now in uh, in well in the country, in the world, and but in Los Angeles in particular, and all its many many municipalities. So it's a, it's a good time to get involved. And uh, it's a good time to start riding a bike if you don't. It's a good time to keep riding if you do. And, uh, and yeah. it's always a good time to get involved. So, and we, I guess we never even said we are Santa Monica Spoke. We did, but it's smspoke.org. Yes. Uh, and we have a website, and uh, we are. You can join um, our chapter by going to our website, or going to LACBC's website and selecting our regional chapter from a drop-down menu on the application for membership. And among those will be the other regional chapters. So if you live in a different area, you can see if there's a chapter there and join it. Or if you are so inclined, you could investigate starting your own regional chapter. Yes. And it doesn't take – all it takes is one, two people – and just it doesn't take a lot. You just have to be engaged and and just have um, does it, the desire to be involved and make a change, and it will happen. And with the regional groups, you have a big safety net and a big support group to make that happen, and it helps. Yeah, and uh, we're just getting started, so I don't want to spill the beans on anything yet. But good things are coming for regional groups. So yeah. and join, this, join and today. This, is uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, this is the first of a monthly series, which is the second Saturday of the month. And next month, I don't know what the regional chapter is, but it'll be another regional group. And um, we'll have the, uh, you know, the format can change, but it'll always be a different regional group from the Bike Coalition talking about what's going on in the regional groups and the different areas and checking in and doing, I guess, a similar type show of what we're doing tonight. Bike shenanigans. Today. Be very interesting Bike to see what yeah. happens next. <laughs> Thank you guys. That was a great first show. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Thank you fun. for hosting us. It was really fun. Yeah. Good job. Bye, interwebs. <laughs> Saving now. <laughs>